and SEC baseball. So, yeah, he brings a lot to the game, and he's right here. Right now. now. Online at TheZone1059.com and on your radio at ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Well, what do you know? Like I was saying, where was I? Back with you here for a Tuesday show in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. Across the great state of Mississippi, your hometown heroes, that's your local Farm Bureau Insurance agents. Available to you in all 82 counties. Connected to you... Because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi, C Spire, customer inspired. Hi, everybody. Welcome in. Yesterday was Reaction Monday. Today is Tell It Like It Is Tuesday, I guess. What do you want to talk about? There's a lot to get into. Um, but you can decide. Uh, so hit me up. Lots of ways for you to be a part of the show, as usual. Comment on the live stream. If you're on Facebook or Twitch or Twitter, just type it in there. Hit it. Post or whatever it is you hit, and I'll see it right here. A nice organized column of all your comments. Sharon is on Facebook, gave us a howdy. Back at you, Sharon. Howdy to you. And Debbie said, Hail State. Back at you, Debbie. Hail State. So thanks for tuning in there on Facebook. If you're online, feel free to comment. This is a live radio show today. So hit me up on the Country Pleasing text line. Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. It is the best. Sausage, hands down, it's not close. If you've had it, you know what I'm talking about. The Country Pleasing text line number is 885-ESPN. It's a 601 number, 885-ESPN, 885-3776. A 601 number, 885-3776. So feel free to text, and we've got some coming in. I'll get to those in just a sec. And then I'd love to hear your voice today, so call me on the Divinity phone. You just type in the number, 601-995-1059. See, the show airs on 105.9 in uh, Jackson Live every day. So there you go, 105, 601-995-1059. That's the number to call. It's the Divinity phone, Divinity Equipment, Madison and in Jackson. You're Kubota dealer. Now, I have to take care of some business here. Vern, you know what I mean, Vern? (laughs) Vern on Facebook says, happy birthday, Matt. Well, Vern, it's not my birthday. And I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a glitch or if somebody told you wrong. I wish it was my birthday. Well, do I? No, I kind of like my birthday as it is right now. My birthday is next month. It's not this month. So there's some conflicting information out there. Debbie on Facebook says that she listened to the radio yesterday and she will today as well. Well, good, good. That's good. Everybody's, you know, y'all hearing everything. Okay. Audio coming in. Okay. Let me know. Uh, before we go much further, I, I don't know if Louvier gets a chance to tune in to the early parts of the show. A lot of times we'll hear from him later in the day. So I'm not sure what his schedule is and how that works out. But I just thought that I would go ahead and point out to you, and it's something that Louvier may enjoy. That's not for you. Oh, okay. I got you. That's for somebody else. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, something that Louvier may enjoy. This says that today is National Louisiana Day. Yeah. 
says today is National Louisiana Day. Now, I know it's sort of like an oxymoron. You go national. Where'd you get down the fiddle? Louisiana is a state, but it says it right here. Now, we went through the whole pronunciation thing, right? See, this song says Louisiana. Maybe I was affected by that. But it, he told us last week, it's not Louisiana, it's Louisiana. you get down the fiddle and you get down the boat, kick off your shoes and you throw them in the floor, dance in the kitchen till the morning light, Louisiana Saturday night. All right. <laughs> okay, good. You get what I'm saying? Uh, but I really maybe even better than that. Maybe even better than that. Uh, I let Bill preview this earlier. You talk about maybe a, um, a, maybe the most underrated genre of music, and we should play it on National Louisiana Day, is Zydeco. Now, I don't understand that. I don't understand the history of Zydeco. I just know that I love it. So, a big old yay and a happy National Louisiana Day, Louvier, wherever you are. Does that make you want to eat some good food? Yeah, you don't even have to have real instruments to do that either. Have a washboard and <laughs> yeah. a tub with a string on it. And I, saw, base, you know? I saw one where a guy had the washboard <laughs> draped over his... He was oh, yeah. wearing it like a vest, and he's sitting there whoosh, 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 scraping that's on the washboard. Some, that's some good stuff. Isn't that good stuff? Oh, man. So I'm going to hit the Zydeco several times throughout the day today. Um, and, and maybe, like, people who call normally, uh, you know, like, that use their normal name, maybe they should come up with, like, a Cajun version of their name today on National Louisiana Day. <laughs> Is that going too far? Okay. All right. Maybe that's going too far. All right, let's see what's on the country, please, and text line. Let's see who we have and what, when, and where, and how. Uh, out of the shoots, unnamed texter says, I want to talk about Tennessee beating Georgia. Oh, you do, huh? You think that's going to happen, eh? How confident are you? Why don't you put your money where your mouth is? Yeah, I don't think Tennessee's beating Georgia. What is the line on that game? Uh, Braxton, by the way, Braxton sent me some. Um, uh, he sent me some Creole or something here, or is that French? <laughs> Laissez le bon temps or Tim Roulet. What does that mean, Braxton? <laughs> Did you? Good times roll. Does that is that what that means? Yeah, le bon temps roulet. That's what that is. Yeah, let the good times roll. Le bon temps roulet, which I know that I just didn't know how to read it. I didn't know if Braxton, you know how your your iPhone these days can translate anything? You can say to your to Siri, Siri, translate this into French. And then it says, what do you want to translate? And you just speak it, and then it'll translate it. Right, so maybe, did you do that, or did you already know? That's what I want to know. Well, you know, the way it's written and the way it's said never is the same. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, yeah, okay, so back to Tennessee and Georgia they're playing this weekend, and Georgia's going to win the football game. It's just like a matter of how's it going to look. So where and when, and what are they saying about it? Uh, let me see here. Let me, let me 
Right, it is. So it's a 2.30 CBS game. It's in Knoxville. Okay, home game for them. You know, and Tennessee actually went after Alabama a little bit, played with them. We've seen Alabama's good. They just hadn't quite figured it all out yet, not as good as they have been um, because they struggled with LSU a little bit. They didn't they didn't put away Tennessee as early as you might expect. But I think Georgia's a little different. But they are on the road. Tennessee 5-4, and four, coming off the win over Kentucky. Um, they are confident. Hooker, their quarterback, is SEC Player of the Week. All that stuff, but Georgia's basically a three-touchdown favorite in the ballgame. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that would love to talk about Tennessee uh, beating Georgia, but <clears throat> you better talk about it now because I think this time next week, you know, we're going to see that was not a reality. Joe Pesci says, "This is not, I don't think this is the real Joe Pesci, but I think it's maybe a different Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci on the uh, Country Pleasing text line at 885-ESPN says, Matt, I'm hot about the Paul Feinbaum thing. Let's talk about how bad of a journalist he is. I saw someone, I saw someone say that Paul wouldn't be... Uh, anyone, if it wasn't for Harvey Updike, and I agree, Alabama. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Alabama's going to beat Texas A&M, too. I thought that. Yeah, I was wrong about it. I can be wrong. Sure. Yeah, the Paul Feinbaum thing, you know, Feinbaum, he was uh, really critical of Mike Leach for saying that he was going to have a kicker tryout. And uh, there's a couple things in there. And I shared some video clips on Twitter. There's a couple things in there. You know, one is saying, you know, with this, with Nick Saban, you know, throw a kicker under the bus. Would, you know, would Dabo Swinney throw a player under the bus? Would Jimbo Fisher and do that, you know, making this comparison. And all you got to do is look on the Internet, and there's examples of certain things like that. Maybe not the same example, but <laughs> plenty of examples. So was, that was a little out of place, and it's just, you know, I what I have learned, I don't know – there's something in the history of those two, okay? And I, they could deny it all they want, but I won't be convinced. So there's something in the history of those two, um, particularly from the Feinbaum perspective. He's just got, I don't know, he's got a problem with Mike Leach, okay? And I don't know what that goes back to. Um, Feinbaum over the years has had a problem with a lot of Mississippi State people, um, stuff that you know, he, he treated state in a certain way that he wouldn't treat other folks, frankly, and other schools, frankly. He's got a history of that. So I don't know what, I don't know exactly what it is, but it, it's got to go back to something. Yeah, and then, you know, there's the whole thing. Let's just say it like this. As it stands now in 2021, you know, um, Feinbaum is not someone who can criticize another individual for going after, quote-unquote, a cheap laugh or a quick laugh. Okay, because, I mean, just turn your TV on on the weekends, or every day for that matter. Um, so, yeah, I think that's one of those that, that, that it goes back to something. I don't know. But I will say this, okay, since you bring it up, Joe, <laughs> you bring it up the whole thing yesterday, um, Two sides of the reaction to Mike Leach saying after the game, we're going to have kicker tryouts. Okay, so you had two sides of a reaction. And, um, you know, I didn't really come down strongly on it one way or the other. I, it, almost to a fault, 
I kind of looked at that and said, I mean, it's, it's really no skin off my back either way. What do I care? You know, I'm not supposed to have some big emotional reaction to it either way. I, don't, I mean, you want to have a trial for kickers? Do. You don't? Don't. Oh, you're mad that he said it? Fine, be mad. You know, you support it? Okay, fine, support it. You know. <laughs> but anyway, it came up on yesterday's show. I don't mind it at all. I don't. I mean, I think it's compared to the way teammates talk to each other, players, the way they talk to themselves, uh, the way coaches talk to players, the way coaches coach players, the conversations they have, the highly, highly on-edge competitive world they all live in every day. That's something that's really innocuous for a coach to go, we're going to have kicker tryouts. Well, it happens to come after a game where you miss three. It happens to be on a football team. It's one of the three worst field goal kicking teams in the whole country out of 130. Okay, so what do you want them to do? And then people going, so so let me let me categorize it for you, Joe, and then we'll move on. Number one, a media person, and it doesn't have to be Paul Feinbaum, but it can be him or someone like him. A media person taking this approach, saying, well, you ought to be nicer to the player. I mean, that's effectively what they're saying. I think his words in on the TV thing yesterday, Feinbaum was, you know, you're supposed to put your arm around them and encourage them. Really? Of, of all the people that I don't want to hear that from, it's certain people in the media, including Mr. Feinbaum, who's very successful. But he, the guy's made a career out of absolutely slashing to pieces and eviscerating coaches and players. <laughs> That's it. That's how he's made his career. So it's okay for somebody to preach to me about putting my arm around a player, but not him. Okay, number two, you got another group out here. Now listen closely to this, and I mean it. There are also, like I said, there's two sides in this reaction to the whole kicker tryout thing. Well, and one side is critical, right? One side is of this reaction is very critical of Mike Leach for doing this. Well, I've seen some reaction from some fans, okay, some of whom are open about who they are on social media, on Facebook or whatever, and some of whom who are going under an assumed name, a fake name, hiding under an avatar. But listen to those fans. I know who you are. Okay, and I know specifically who you are. I could call the names right now if I wanted to. I'm not going to do that and embarrass them completely. But some of y'all that have been the most critical about Mike Leach you got some kind of axe to grind with him, but you're the most critical about him making this out to be throwing a player under the bus. Well, number one, he didn't name a player. Okay, we get the drip, but there's more than one kicker. But still, you're very critical of that. Well, some of y'all that are very critical of it under these assumed names, get this. Look at me in my eyes. I know who you are. And I happen to know some of the things you've said about players yourself over the years. Some of the things you've said some of the things you've tweeted, some of the things you've posted. Okay, in fact, some of y'all, I know some of the things you said about me. (laughs) And I ain't holding your feet to the fire about it. But you're going to turn around and hold the coach's feet to the fire about how he treats a player? You couldn't be, some of you couldn't be more hypocritical. You're sitting here on one hand typing up and sending out a post that says, critical of Mike Leach because he throws a player under the bus, when, in fact, I can go back and look up some of the crap you've said about individual players coming right out of your mouth. So don't come at me with that. I'll hear it from somebody else, but not from you. 
And then, you know, there's a third group who were critical of that. And I would say that's a few former players. Now, what I have seen, reaction on social media, other stuff, large majority of former players are looking at this kind of the way I have and going, I mean, you get you get your feelings hurt by that? I mean, I've heard 10 times worse. <laughs> okay, I'll give you an example. Like when Coach Cheryl said about me after a couple of games I played in, he goes, they're asking him about winning the ball game. And the first thing out of his mouth was, well, number seven didn't do anything this week to get us beat. Okay, well, did I get my feelings hurt about that? No, because he's exactly right. <laughs> One of the... The week before, I did a whole lot to get us beat. My fault. And this week, I didn't. He's telling it like it is. Am I hurt? He throw me under the bus? It didn't bother me. He's telling the truth about it. So most former players that way this approach it. But there's a few who are like, oh, I'd transfer immediately. Oh, boy, I tell you what, he's supposed to, you know, encourage you, not beat you. Well, you know what? Maybe that's why it didn't work out. That mentality, I'm telling you, is few and far between among players in highly competitive sports. Few and far between. Majority of guys, especially successful players, they want the toughest coaching they can get around. So don't come at me with this stuff about, oh, I'm a former player, not a transfer. Well, fine. Sounds like that might have worked out best for everybody. If that's all it takes to get you hot under the collar and want to quit, then I say it doesn't take much. Amen? And the people said, all right, now, and now that I've talked about my ability to take criticism, I am certainly ready if you disagree. <laughs> I've got to be ready <clears throat> in case you wholeheartedly disagree. All right, where are we? Country Please and text line, 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Georgia Dogs 2.0 says, what is your take on the college football playoffs and what teams do you think will and should be there? Yeah, I mean, what, there will be a shakeup, right, and they come out tonight? Look, this is all I know. Georgia's number one. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, beyond that, what else? Uh, I don't really know. Um, I, I'm such a terrible radio show host sometimes. I, you know, I can't even name off in order the top four from last week. All right, where is it? College football playoff poll? Where's my poll? I'm trying my best to find a college football playoff poll, and I can't find it. I got AFCA, I got FCS, I got the AP. So I don't know. Where is it? Oh, that was coaches, S&P. I can't find it, so I don't know where the playoff poll is. So let's go Georgia 1, Alabama 2, Michigan State 3. Is Michigan State in the top four? They're in the top four, aren't they? Yeah. And then what? Maybe either Ohio State or Oregon or somebody moves in there? I don't know. (laughs) I'm sorry about not being prepared. I didn't have the... Pass rankings in front of me. We'll do that in the next segment. I got one minute until the music starts. So we'll do that in the uh, next segment. And and Bill may have just texted me the joke of the day since I'm looking for the poll. <laughs> I'm looking for the poll, right? The poll. Where's the poll? 
And Bill just texted me and said, where's my pole, said the blind stripper. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my pole? (laughs) Ah, Shoot, man. If we can't laugh, what can we do? Uh, Ready, Teddy. Ready, Teddy McCraney. Strength, roofing, and siding. Free estimates. Check him out. (laughs) Ready, Teddy said, Zydeco. Yep, yep, yep. Today is National Louisiana Day. He said, Zydeco makes me want to dance like Tom Benson used to. Okay, and so his name is Ted or Teddy. And so for today, his Cajun name is Tedro. T-E-D-R-E-A-U-X. Tedro. Yay! National Louisiana Day. I need some red beans and rice. A little Cajun sausage in there. Uh, I did it again last night, by the way. I ate the leftovers of that potato soup that the homecoming queen made and fried up a bunch of Cajun sausage, chopped it up, and put it in there. She got tired of me telling her how good it was. That's what it is. She's like, you're eating the rest of it. There's none left. Stop telling me how good it is. (laughs) She was sick of hearing it. Oh, how about this? Our texter on the Tennessee-Georgia game put $500 on it. For Tennessee, I guess what to beat the spread? Surely not to win outright. Five hundred dollars on it from the money that he won a few weeks ago when Kentucky beat Florida. Hmm, you predicted that one, huh? You got? Do you really have Tennessee beating Georgia? Or I need more info. That sounds like a spread thing to me. Okay, has to be. Jason tells me Michigan State lost. I'll get all that straight coming up next. Stick around. For double enjoyment, reach for Beechnut Peppermint Gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beechnut Peppermint in the familiar yellow pack. Jeans do come true. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did. Visit BlueDeltaJeans.com. Find your fit just for my listeners. Enter discount code Matt Wyatt. Just answer the questions. BlueDeltaJeans.com. Answer the questions. Use this code. Use the code. You're going to get a discount. They are the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. Farm Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of 500000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest, all while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent or visit us online. Go with the home team. Hey, y'all, let me tell you a little bit about C Spire. New stuff in 2021, including 5G coverage. If you go to their website right now, cspire.com, you're going to see their no bull, which, by the way, I love the Super Bowl ad with the slow motion bull. You're going to see that on the website. But look, they're right there's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill, depending on if, you know who you were with. And my experience with C Spire is just like they say, there's no bull. I know what it's going to cost me each month. I know what my coverage is. is the number one coverage in Mississippi, period, the number one network. 
and they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone 12 Pro Max, got it at C Spire, went and did curbside at my local C Spire location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one, got the new one, and it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi, and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out, okay? And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com. Cspire customer inspired. After these messages, we'll be right back. Every farmer understands their farm can't thrive without some good partners like sun, soil, and rain. And farmers in North Mississippi also rely on another important partner, Mississippi Land Bank. Because land and farm financing are Mississippi Land Bank's primary focus. We've grown alongside these farmers' crops for more than 100 years. We understand what a farmer needs, and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And that's where I stand. A lot of people in the equipment world, you know, things kind of go in trends, I guess, if you want to say it. Um, so kind of the first big thing uh, that we look at when we start evaluating our business is going to be our turf equipment. That's kind of the first big push because once the, you know, once everything, the water dries up and the grass starts growing, this is what everybody's looking to get. Uh, we carry the new right stand-up mower. Doesn't look like much, but this thing is, and it costs just as much as zero turn. Not a cheap unit at all. I mean, if you got it's the Matt Wyatt Show on 105.9 The Zone and worldwide online at thezone1059.com. Back with you. Feel free to give me a call on the uh, Divinity Equipment phone line. 995-1059. It's a 601 number. 995-1059. Give me a call. Love to hear your voice. Shoot me a text on the country pleasing text line. Country pleasing sausage. On grocery store sales, I get mine at Walmart. Finishing up a package of jalapeno and cheddar. Got a good bit of a package of the jalapeno and uh, pineapple left over. Speaking of, Neil on Twitter sent me a picture that he just left. <laughs> he calls it the mothership. He just left Country Meat Packers on Highway 49, Florence. Had a picture there of the jalapeno and pineapple display, smoked sausage. Whew, man, some kind of good. Two nights ago, built a fire, cooked some outside. Might try it again. Didn't do it last night, but might try it again uh, tonight. We'll see. We'll see. If I'm lucky, I'll get out there and build another fire and see what uh, see what we can get into. Um, a few texts, and then I'm going to do this poll, uh, the poll question. <clears throat> a, a rankings poll, that kind of poll, for the record. <laughs> Walton texted and said, quote, I want to talk about Tennessee beating Georgia. That's a short conversation, he says. Ronnie says, I have news for the unknown texter. Tennessee ain't beating Georgia. Bank on it. Uh, 86 Dog said, life throws everyone under the bus. The little kickers might as well toughen up. I salute Coach Leach for doing that. <laughs> it's going to, it is going to <clears throat> throw us under there at some point. Uh, Denzel says, Matt, once again, referees affected a game last night. A Bears defender running off the field bumps into a ref who's leaning back as he was running behind him and gets flagged. Pretty much ended the Bears' hopes. Disgusting. Hmm. I didn't see it. I've, I've, I woke up this morning and saw some of the reaction to it, but uh, didn't see it myself. Grumpy texts the show. Grumpy, I, by the way, I know uh, Bill got to meet you recently. He enjoyed meeting you. Told me you had a shirt with your name on it. 
<laughs> Grumpy says, Matt, I always enjoy Chris and all his calls, but Grumpy wishes he could make his thoughts and opinions more clear. Grumpy was just as disappointed with the Dallas Cowboys Sunday as he was. As far as Coach Leach and his criticism, these young men need to man up, and respectfully, they will. Joe got back in here and said, State's been missing field goals all year. Like, what? It's true. It wasn't a one-time thing. It's been pretty bad. Somebody agreed, said, get after it, Matt. Support team, staff, school. That's from Pam. Bulldog Wes says, I think he was just politely lighting a little flame under those two kickers, two kickers, derriers, because they needed it. Tyler texts the show and says, Matt, Leach is rightly upset, and media predictably spins it to possibly attempt to hurt MSU's image in recruiting. Same lose-lose for MSU fans. Yeah, I think people are tired of it. You know, tired of it. Um, Yeah, because, look, somebody else does that, you don't get the same reaction from a lot of those people. And that's why I say there's something there. I don't know what it is or what it goes back to, and I'm sure nobody would ever tell you. But, you know, there's, there's something there. There's there's some axe to grind there. I don't know what that is with uh, Feinbaum and Leach. I don't know. And, and, and by the way, so our texter who said Tennessee over Georgia, he's putting 500 bucks on it, the money that he won when he bet Kentucky to beat Florida – he does have them $500 on them winning it outright. And he said his wife gave him permission to do it. <laughs> he has This man has covered all his bases. So let's see what happens. Anthony from Tupelo, country pleasing text line, says, I told you two months ago that all these comments by, he calls him fart bomb. Fine bomb and the baseball coach is not a coincidence. Uh, he's a mouthpiece for Bama and Nick Saban, Mike Leach, has got them running scared because they know what he's capable of with a football team. This is all an agenda. Well, and you know, Anthony, I don't know. I, you might have taken it a little, just a another step or level farther than I have in terms of, you know, the motivation behind it. I, I kind of feel like maybe it's a, a little more simple. There's some. I don't know if it's a, there's been an argument, or one's put off with the other. Or some, oh, I say one. I mean. Or Feinbaum's put off at Coach Leach or something. There's something there. I can't be convinced otherwise. But, hey, I'm just an onlooker. Jimbo texts the show and is reminding me that the Boilermakers did beat the Spartans on Saturday. So there's the shakeup in the top four for sure. Uh, Purdue beating Michigan State. How about, how about Louvier? Here you go, Olivier. This was for you earlier on National Louisiana Day. And what he asked for was to cue up some Better Than Ezra and the Neville Brothers and Dr. John as bumper music in honor of Louisiana Day. He said, please and thank you. He signed off Go Saints. That's from Olivier. Hey, how was the soup, Bill? Hello. Hey, how was the soup? That Olivia uh, it was good. Yeah, my wife liked it. So did my mother-in-law. There you go. Spreading the wealth. Kind of spread it around there a little bit. Everybody eats something. Olivia, it was a hit. A hit. It was a hit. Uh, and then, uh, real quick, Jonathan texted the show and said, all right, Matt, I'm ordering today. Give me two recommendations for High Point Roasters uh, coffee. High Point Roasters coffee in New Albany. Go with that um, Ethiopian, uh, I think it's called Yurgachev. I highly recommend that. It's fantastic. Uh, 
And then you can't go wrong with like the New Albany Blend, uh, specialty coffee for pilots. Mocha Java is a great flavor. Had that recently. Campfire Blend. Try the Campfire Blend first and see what you think about that. I think you'll, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Okay, and there was a question earlier about the playoff poll. And, and so Georgia will be one, <clears throat> whipped up on Missouri. Bama will be two, got past LSU, not going to backtrack for that. Michigan State's going to drop back. They lose at Purdue, got whipped 40-29. to 29. So, you know, likely you're just going to have Oregon and Ohio State move up, right? Because they were four and five. So probably, what are we, and this is what I'm guessing, right? So Ohio State moves up to number three. They beat Nebraska. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oregon moves up to number three. They beat Washington. Ohio State moves up to four. Cincinnati moves up to five. And maybe, maybe Michigan State drops back to six. You'd have Michigan seven. That'd be right. You'd have Michigan State over Michigan, same record, but the team with the head-to-head win right there ahead of Michigan. Oklahoma, right where they were at number eight, didn't play. <clears throat> Wake Forest at nine is going to fall back. How far? Don't know, but they will. So that means Notre Dame will move up. They whipped up on Navy. Notre Dame will move up to number nine, I guess. Um, unless Oklahoma State were to somehow jump them. Oklahoma State won big at West Virginia. But there's some combination of nine and ten be Notre Dame and Oklahoma State you had Baylor and Auburn at 12 and 13, and both of them lost. Baylor lost on the road to TCU by two. Auburn lost on the road to Texas A&M 20 to three. So both 12 and 13 are going to fall. It's just a matter of how far. I guess A&M, with a win, could, could jump up there. You know, they could actually jump up and be at number 10, but maybe at a, number 11, 12, somewhere in there, jump a couple of spots. I don't know. BYU beat... Idaho State, they probably stay where they are. Depends on the shakeup. Ole Miss, they were at 16. They probably move up to about 15 or something like that, wouldn't you think? Just because you had three teams sort of right in front of them lose. Auburn, Baylor, and Wake Forest. So some spots are going to open up, so Ole Miss will move up. State was at 17. They lost. Gives them a fourth loss. And I bet that record, State's in there at 5-4, and four, probably eliminates them from the top 25, I would think. Even though it was a competitive game on the road, they lose to an unranked team, get their fourth loss, so State's probably going to be unranked. Uh, Kentucky will fall out. That'll be their third loss. They were at 18. And see, that's the thing about it. You know, interested to see what they do at the bottom of the poll. Because if the committee goes, Kentucky loses at home to an unranked Tennessee high-scoring game, 45-42. But that's Kentucky's third loss. We had them at 18. We're going to keep them in the top 25 at 25. Well, you you can't keep Kentucky in there and not keep State in there. I don't think. So I may be wrong, but I wouldn't be surprised to see both State and Kentucky drop out of there, uh, out of that poll. NC State will move up a spot, maybe. They won on the road at Florida State. Minnesota's going to drop out completely. They're now 6-3 and three after losing to Illinois. And uh, so I guess that means Wisconsin can move up. Iowa, you know, they were at 22. They'll hang in there somewhere. They, they beat Northwestern, low-scoring game. Uh, Fresno State will be out. Gave up 40 points to Boise. 
They were at 23, Fresno, so they'll move out. They're now 7-3. and three. So not only are you going to have some teams drop out of the bottom of the college football playoff poll from spots really 15 on down to 25. Those last 10 spots are really going to change. Some teams are going to fall out. You know, some new teams are going to jump in, but I don't know who those will be. Just a thought. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Jason says the Associated Press has stayed out, but see, the thing is, the Associated Press never had them in. They didn't even have them in last week, Jason, so it's not like they were never in there. They can't drop out. Uh, Gary on Facebook says his prediction is that Alabama and Georgia will meet in the SEC championship. National media loves Ohio State and Notre Dame. Cincinnati will play Notre Dame or Ohio State and get demolished. Either Georgia or Bama will play Ohio State or Notre Dame in the finals with a boring game. How do you mean, Gary? Boring as in blowout? Is that what you're saying? I'm wondering what you mean about boring there. Because to me, like if you could get, if you were to get, say, a a Georgia-Notre Dame, a Georgia-Ohio State, a Bama-Notre Dame type game like that, I don't, I don't know. The outcome might be boring, but it'd be a nice matchup going into it. That's just my thoughts. All right. National Louisiana Day. And just for you, Louvier, you asked for what you got it going to the break. We'll be right back in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Stay with me. Today, jeans do come true. Thank you, Blue Delta. Yeah, jeans do come true. That's what the bag says. Blue Delta jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom fit, hand tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi, my hometown. Let's dive in and see what we got. Do what I did. Visit BlueDeltaJeans.com. Find your fit. Design a jean. And before you know it, you'll be addicted. Just for my listeners, enter discount code MattWyatt, all lowercase. Again, that's if you listen to me, you can use discount code MattWyatt, all lowercase. And at checkout, you're going to get a 10% discount off your order. So I just went online, ordered them. uh, BlueDeltaJeans.com. A couple weeks ago. Went in. I didn't go get measured. I just entered, you know, what I knew about myself. I just answered the questions, and here they are at my doorstep a couple weeks later. Nice. Yeah, Blue Delta. Nice. I'm happy. <laughs> I've known the Blue Delta team for years, and I'm thrilled to have these guys on as a sponsor of this show. Blue Delta's virtual tailor is a fun and easy way to get yourself into the best fitting pair of jeans you're ever going to own. But you never thought you'd get a butt shot out of me, huh? How about that? Just answer the questions and they fit absolutely perfectly. They couldn't fit better. So just go online, bluedeltajeans.com, answer the questions. It's amazing how they do it. They will fit perfectly. You're not going to find better material and better feeling pants. 
period, anywhere, BlueDeltaJeans.com. Use this code. Use the code. You're going to get a discount. They are the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. I promise you that. And I know that you are going to love them too. Make sure you use the code. And remember, jeans do come true. After these messages, we'll be right back. Let me tell you about an ice cream candy beat. The very best tasting you can eat. It's meadow, 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 meadow smooth. Freeze meadow go. Go to your ice cream man today and here's the word that you should say. Oh, give me meadow, meadow, meadow smooth. Freeze meadow go. And remember, folks, Meadow Gold is mighty good. For double enjoyment, reach for Beech Nut Peppermint Gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beech Nut Peppermint in the familiar yellow pack. Six o'clock, dinner time. Thank goodness for Jell-O Instant Pudding. Yes, thank goodness for Jell-O Instant Pudding. The terrific busy day dessert you can make at the very last minute. See how quick and easy. Just add it to cold milk and beat it up. That's all. By the time you're ready to eat it, it's all ready for you. Jell-O Instant Pudding, made by the famous Jell-O folks. So creamy, so nourishing, so delicious. No other instant pudding is quite the same. Stock your shelves with all seven flavors. The good, good, busy day dessert. Jell-O Instant Pudding. All right, back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Somebody sent me a thing. It's a picture of some sign, like one of those church sign deals or like a, you know, the old illuminated sign with the arrow on it out in front of a, say, like a gas station, and you place the letters on it so you can see them. Old-fashioned signs outside. And it said, uh, somebody had one. It said, you think you can hurt my feelings? I used to hold the flashlight for my dad. (laughs) Isn't it true? I mean, what would your dad say to you? Mine wouldn't yell and scream at me, but he would probably get frustrated and say, hold it still now. Pay attention. Be still. I can't see you. in the right spot. And dad, I can just hear him right now. I can't see it if you don't hold it on there. I'm being... What do you think I had you hold it for? Be still. <laughs> Others well, maybe. If you can't even hold a flashlight. What's your life going to be like? Yeah. Shine it down here. Don't shine it in my face. I can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard all that. <laughs> oh, that's great. And you were so excited to help, and then you realize I'm not doing it maybe right. I shouldn't have done this. Like Ralphie on that Christmas movie oh, yeah. with the lug nuts. You remember that? Yeah, and the lug dunks fly up in the air, and he says something he shouldn't have said. 
end up eating that Life Voice uh, soap. That's right. Mate, then wash his mouth out with soap. That is such a great scene, right? And the dad gets back in the car there and looks at the mother. And the kid in the back seat knows he's in trouble. And, and what does she say? All right, he goes, you know what your son just said? <laughs> what? And then he tells her. Yeah, he leans over and tells it right into her ear what, what he said. <laughs> what I thought was cool is when she said, where did you hear that? And he throws that other boy under the bus. Oh, yeah, I just had to come up with something. And so she immediately calls his mama, and mm-hmm. guess who else is eating on some soap? Right. And then we get the future projection, and it says um, he's, he went blind because of soap poisoning. Make them all feel bad for what they put him through. He's sitting there daydreaming. That's fantastic. Uh, Won't be long. It'll be on all day. That's right. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. Still say it's not too early for Christmas music, but that's just me. All right, back over to the text line. More bully with a text that says MSU has been missing kicks since Westerfield graduated, and that's true. I would it'd be an interesting exercise, more bully. I don't have the energy for it myself, but maybe someone else does to go back and research the uh, field goal percentages for Mississippi State teams going back to Hazelwood and then Westerfield. You know, I got to play with those two guys in the nineties. They were both really good. Coach Cheryl took a great interest in the special teams part of it. Uh, all of it, really, punting coverage, but particularly punting and kicking field goals. And, um, of course, Hazelwood from Clinton was very talented. He'd been a great soccer player. Hazelwood was a heck of an athlete. Hazelwood, he's a kicker. He run a 4-6. Big old good athlete, you know, but he could really kick it and had some big kicks, including the one in 98 against Arkansas to send us to the – effectively send us to the SEC uh, championship game that year. And then Westerfield came along, and he was just automatic, you know, Ice in his veins, never got up, never got down. Always crack a little smile on his face. You're like, oh, well, he's fine. He's going to make it. <laughs> Western. And so those percentages had to be really good back then. And I'd be interested to know, you know, year to year since. Because you're talking about, you know, 20, you know, to encompass all of that, almost 25 years. Um, it'd be interesting to see what the field goal percentages were year over year uh, going back to that time. Ready Teddy said in reference to MSU's kickers, if my boss publicly posted an ad for my job, I would do a little self-evaluation and see what I could do to improve. I'd blow out my transmission to find a high enough gear to get the job done. Yeah. If you want to keep the job, right? That's the way it is. Uh, Jimbo texts the show. It said, sounds like Feinbaum may just need to be politically correct. You know what? That's true, Jimbo. I think there there's some truth to that. You know, especially on certain networks, particularly that network. You know, if you're a talking head, I'm sure you do get squeezed and feel the pressure to make sure you kind of are in the right line of thinking on stuff, right? I mean, that's if you like your paycheck, that's probably the world they live in to a degree. Yeah, somebody else says, uh, me and my friends swear that Feinbaum does not like MSU for some reason. You know, and I'll say this, there's a lot of Feinbaum stuff on the show today. Uh, I'll say this, you know, the guy's a star. Um, He has put in the time and the work over the years, and everything's worked out for him. He's willing to go and do, seems like a hard worker. You know, I will say his... 
my opinion, his content and his show really did a change. It really went through a change when he left Birmingham and went to Charlotte to kind of devote it all to the TV side of stuff. And I'm sure it was a big opportunity for him, but the show's never been as good. Um, prior to that, I mean, there's a reason they gave him that opportunity. I used to love the show that he had uh, when he was in the when he was in Birmingham. It was a radio deal. Uh, there was no television element that I knew of, and they were in control of the content. And his interviews were fantastic, and the content was really highly entertaining. We all know the Updike deal. It was just riveting. Okay, but it was just better. The content was good. It was better. Uh, even then, it was a certain type of content, not for everybody, but it really made a a change. And um, back about that time that he went to the to the TV thing, and I think that just over the years, so many people with ideas have gotten their hands on it that they've turned it into just frankly a big ball of crap. And it's um, it does not represent the entire Southeastern Conference. Maybe that was never the point, but. Um, what has happened is it has put it, he's done an okay job, but I think the whole product has really, it's, um, it may be in jeopardy, you know, because they're, they're old enough now, they're starting to get rated, and the only thing people want is sports. And I will say, too, uh, a few years ago, they did a show at Mississippi State on State's campus. Joe Moorhead was the head coach then, and there were all these different interviews set up, you know, on State's campus that particular, I guess it was a Friday afternoon. And uh, there was this uh, report, I guess you'd call it a report, a rumor that was floated out there as if it's some sort of report that connected Joe Moorhead to the open Rutgers coaching job. Well, there was nothing to it. It was a lie of a report. It was not even a real report. Some agent out there had made some comment that made its way to somebody with a Twitter account, effectively. It didn't come from a coach or somebody involved with a search at Rutgers or nothing. And this person tried to make a name for themselves and float the stuff out there. So there was nothing to it. But then uh, Paul, I guess because he was uninterested in the other content on the show that day, it was prior to a Mississippi State LSU football game or something like that, and I guess he was uninterested in anything else, just hammered away at Joe Moorhead about Rutgers. He hammered away at John Cohen about Rutgers. Um, he had me up there on the stage, interviewed me about Rutgers, and nobody knew anything about Rutgers because it was completely and utterly false. And it was really unfair to everybody. It was just a big pile of – it was just hogwash. Um, and the whole experience was unfair to everybody. And I, it just seems to me that since then, all that stuff's really broken down. Maybe uh, with the people that matter, not me I'm not talking about at all. I'm just talking about with the people that matter, maybe they repair that relationship someday. But I think it's pretty obvious to me that that uh, there is a genuine dislike there. But, you know, first you have to decide, does it matter? then you have to decide if it does matter, does anybody care? Okay, and if either of those two answers are no, then I guess we all just say, so what, and move on. Uh, Beer Slayer texts, 
Leach does not care for Feinbaum. I think he's on probation, just like the Clarion Ledger uh, reporter. <laughs> he called him the Clarion Rebel reporter. <laughs> Y'all are funny. Uh, Chris said, who else did A&M lose to other than the state? They lost to Arkansas, Chris. Remember, that was actually back-to-back losses, if I'm if I'm thinking right. A&M lost in Arlington, that neutral site game to Arkansas. It was like 20-10. to 10. They couldn't find, yeah. They lost to Arkansas 20 to 10 and then turned around and lost to state 26 22. Back to back losses. And that's AM's two losses this year. Tyler says it's crazy how depth issues ultimately determine schools like Ole Miss, MSU, Kentucky finishing, how they finish up in the polls. This time of the season, it's tough for the SEC regulars of the world. Hey, everybody gets into their depth. You're right. Start this time of year, you start to get into your depth. Uh, people just get hurt. And and here's the thing about it, too. You know, as you judge teams early in the year, the I think the hardest thing to keep in mind as stuff starts happening and one team looks great one week and one doesn't look good and you wonder, like, what's going on? Remember that I told you, this time of year, like, everybody's linemen are hurting. They may not be injured. <laughs> it's like everybody's D linemen, everybody's offensive linemen are bruised and sore, and ankles hurt, and they're playing on a sprained one, and the knee hurts. It's like everybody's playing banged up this time of year, too. And that's something to keep in mind. All right. Long way to go today. Hour one in the books, hour two coming up. Stay with me. Farm Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of 500000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest, all while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent or visit us online. Go with the home team. After these messages, we'll be right back. We are about to have a fire and cook some sausage. A country-pleasing sausage is outstanding. Whether you cook it over a fire or in the house, cook some of this right here. It's green onion flavor. You see that? But this right here is my favorite, the maple flavor. And this is great for breakfast. It's awesome cooking it in the house because it makes the whole house smell good. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Country Pleasing Sausage, the best, hands down. If you go to countrypleasing.com, you can actually order this and deliver it to your house. Country Pleasing Sausage, hands down, the best. Trust me. Divinity Equipment, Spring Ridge Road in Jackson, Highway 51 in Madison. Hey, y'all, let me tell you a little bit about C Spire. New stuff in 2021, including 5G coverage. If you go to their website right now, cspire.com, you're going to see their no bull, which, by the way, I love the Super Bowl ad with the slow motion bull. You're going to see that on the website. But, look, they are right. There's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill, depending on if, you know who you were with. And 
my experience with C Spire is just like they say, there's no bull. I know what it's going to cost me each month. I know what my coverage is, is the number one coverage in Mississippi, period, the number one network. And they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. Got it at C Spire. Went and did curbside at my local C Spire location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one, got the new one, and it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi, and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out. Okay. And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com. C Spire, customer inspired jeans do come true blue delta jeans makes the best fitting most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you let's dive in and see what we have here do what i did visit bluedeltajeans.com find your fit design a jean and before you know it you'll be addicted just for my listeners, enter discount code Matt Wyatt, all lowercase, uh, bluedeltajeans.com. I just entered, you know, what I knew about myself. Well, I just answered the questions, and here they are. Nice. Yeah, Blue Delta just answered the questions, and they fit absolutely perfectly. They couldn't fit better. So just go online, bluedeltajeans.com, answer the questions, use this code, Use the code. You're going to get a discount. They are the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. And I know that you are going to love them too. Sketches.com or wherever stylish footwear is sold. WRKS Pickett's Jackson. Time. 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 
It's time to get back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Live in the studio. Online at thezone1059.com and on your radio at ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Yeah! A little something for you there, man. It's not too early. The great Burl Ives. It's the best time of the year. Sing it, Burl! I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of Have a cup of cheer, whatever the heck that is. Have a holly jolly Christmas. And when you walk down the street. Keep your head on a swivel. Say hello to friends you know. And everyone you meet. Yeah, that's right. Now let's be let's be real here though, Bill. If you say hello to everybody you pass, people think yeah. you're weird. Yeah, they think you're really crazy. <laughs> Somebody needs they'll be calling nine one one on you. You know what I love about the Burl Ives Christmas songs is he made no bones. He wasn't trying to be Frank Sinatra. He wasn't trying to be nope. Bing Crosby. He was not a great singer, but he sang it his way by Gannies. Yeah, he was very popular in those Rudolph the Red-Nosed movies, too. Yes, he was. I just thought this would make your day. Makes my day. Good old Burl Lives. Yeah, buddy. It's not too early for Christmas music, as far as I'm concerned. So y'all be a part of the show. I hope you will be. Comment on the live stream or shoot me a text or call. Love to hear your feedback today. We've been into a lot. If you're just tuning in, the ways you can do it, if you're on Facebook or on Twitch, type in your comment, hit it, and it'll show up here on the uh, live stream column. I can see all the comments in one place. Hit me up on the text line. I got it right here in front of me as well. And also coming in on my handy-dandy iPhone from C Spire. All right, so the country pleasing text line, 885-ESPN, 601-885-ESPN. ESPN or 885-3776. And you can call me on the Divinity phone, Divinity Equipment, Madison and in Jackson. That number is 601. Number 995 Let's see. RT says, if you don't know the name of your kickers, what? That means they're doing just fine? <laughs> right. Like you... We just expect a certain level of performance, and we don't pay them any attention, but we we do pay them attention when it goes bad. Is that what you're saying, RT? That's a tough world for kickers to live in. Uh, Sean says that Paul doesn't like anyone with smaller ears than him. You know, I've never picked on Paul about his ears because i got large ones and always have had large ones. Uh, I, you know, so I'm sensitive about large ears. <laughs> I think they're very distinguishing. Free American texted the show and said, I remember a year that we and Bama went on like a two-game win streak without making a field goal. Finally, at Alabama, they make one, and everyone cheered, not just Bama fans. <laughs> oh, really? So everybody, huh? And just just to see one go through the uprights. <clears throat> uh, Anthony from Tupelo says, I cannot understand for the life of me why State hasn't had a consistent kicker since Coach Sherrill left. Yeah, I mean, they've had some good ones uh, from time to time. I've, I, we may be forgetting about some. It seems like Dan had a few that were pretty consistent there for a few years, right? Sobiesk and some of those guys were pretty doggone consistent. Seems like anyway. Um, Joe, he says, I know I'm texting in a lot today. 
and it must be annoying. No, it's not, Joe. Keep it coming. He says, but man, I think sports, just like politics, has gotten way too toxic, and it's hard to enjoy it. Yeah, we do We do need to be careful with that, don't we, Joe? Like, keep it in perspective, have fun with it, <clears throat> laugh, cut up, not take it too serious. Or, or is it fun? Is it really fun if we don't take it that serious? You know, some people enjoy it only if they have money riding on it. And talking about kickers, yeah, Artie Cosby was great. You, you're talking about going all the way back into the 80s. So we're talking about, what, 40 years ago now. Uh, Hog Jowl, with a country-pleasing text, he says, Your show is my favorite, but I will say I enjoy the um, show immediately before you. For me, it's nice to hear about other teams outside of State and Ole Miss. FYI, Pittman heavily recruited our place kicker. He was a five-star and I think he's missed only two, maybe three field goals all year. Yep, kickers are important. Excellent point, Hawk, Jow. Yeah, you're right. And the show before us uh, here on The Zone, if you listen live in the middle of the day, uh, Chuck Oliver. Chuck is, I guess, based out of Atlanta, but goes all over and has been doing a show for many, many years. And Chuck's a great guy. I've always enjoyed knowing him and getting to see him at, like, SEC Media Days and stuff. And you're right. He really sort of spans the globe of the SEC, doesn't he? Uh, you know, lots of interviews and that kind of thing. And that's his scope of interest. Um, yeah, so I will tell you, Hog Jow, you know, this show, I really enjoy doing it. Hang out with Bill every day, talk to y'all, get your texts, shoot the bull, see what we get into. I really enjoy it. It's not my sole means of making a living, not the only way. And, you know, if it were, maybe I approach it a little differently. You know, maybe there would be a broader scope. But the way I've approached it is, you know, I can only devote so much time to it anyway. We're on the air for three hours. And I'm interested most in state. And that's just who I am. And I'm not going to try to cover it up and pretend something else. I. I've done that before on the radio where you you, know, you kind of feel obligated to, to uh, I don't know, like uh, to very intentionally throw your interest around to appease somebody. And that's just not me. I'm just not going to do it that way. If that's what it takes, I'll just do something else. So the red light comes on each day here in the studio, and I'll just kind of be who I am with you. And if that's good enough, fine. And if it's not, that's fine, too. And there's literally no, no – um, you know, no harm done for, for anybody. It's just the only way I know how to do it. So I'm interested most in state, keep up with them, probably know the most about state and the other teams and stuff. I'm interested, but they come on, come and go onto my radar. And so that's kind of what you get with me on this show is what's on my radio. I'm what's on my radar personally, sort of in my real life. I'm not coming on here every day, trying my best to intentionally cast the widest net I can cast and catch as many fish as possible. I'm I'm more fishing for enjoyment. And so that's just the way it is. Just the way it is. And I appreciate your kind words. All right, let's hit the phone line, Divinity Equipment phone line, 995-1059. First up on line one, we got Todd hanging on. What's up, Todd? Hey, Mr. Matt, what's going on? Not much. You tell me. Okay, so... I'm going to apologize for the long, drawn-out story, but i got to set it up right. So 
after calling two seventh grade basketball and eighth grade basketball games last night, I'm on my way home and I'm catching the replay of the Fine Bomb Show. And question is, did you know Alabama was God's country? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, I do. Yes. Okay. So, so, so they say. So they say. So they're calling in, talking all that, and then a guy calls in from Tennessee and says, um, "You know how you can tell Jesus wasn't born in Alabama?" And Paul says, "How?" And he said, "Joseph and Mary." Could not find three wise men. <laughs> that ain't bad. That ain't a bad joke. I might have heard it before, but you got me. I, I, it's not a bad joke at all, Todd. <laughs> you have a good day. You too. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Couldn't find any wise men. <laughs> I enjoy that. <clears throat> well, as I told you earlier, unless you, um, you'd know this if you were tuned in, but you might not have been. Today is National... National Louisiana Day. Now, I know there's. it's weird. Like, it's national, and Louisiana is a state. Therefore, it can't be national, but it is National Louisiana Day. And a, and, and a big old yay to you on National Louisiana Day. Aye. Aye. And we got Louvier on line two. Hello, Louvier. Happy National Louisiana Day. Or at home... Home day to you. That's right, and I do miss home. I certainly do. I miss all of my friends, both of them. And uh, <laughs> I, I try to bring as much flavor up here as I can. I apologize to you, Bill, about that soup. I didn't really care for it. It wasn't my best effort. But uh, anyway, I'll do better next time. That wasn't time. your best. Bring it on. Yeah, well, it really wasn't. I, I, I didn't like it at all. Uh, and, I, and part of it is because I put country pleasing sausage in it, and that's no slight on country pleasing sausage. But that potato soup's supposed to have ham on a ham bone. That, and that's, it makes a difference. Just saying. I mean, you got to have that bone, you got to have that marrow, you got to have it thicken it up. And Anyway, just saying. Uh, one of my, one of my favorite SEC quotes, and I've got a little book uh, that I bought with SEC quotes from different teams, and uh, my favorite is from Joe Namath, but it might not be proper for this show. But, uh, <laughs> my second favorite in that book is a man named Paul Bear Bryant said, first thing I do is recruit a punter and a kicker. If the kicking game wasn't important, they would have named it arm ball. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. that? yeah, and that's food for thought. Yeah, special teams, it's that's it's part of it. Now if you don't want to play special teams, then don't be a coach. Yeah. It, you have you've got it's important. I I know you, Matt, and I agree that the line of scrimmage is where the game is. It's uh, I mean if you don't have if if the other team's offensive line is matched the defensive line, you're going to have a tough time winning because they're blocking and you're not tackling until way past the chain. And, and, and it, it goes on both sides of the line of scrimmage. You got to block and you got to tackle. But the kicking game is important. It's very important. Mm-hmm. And you got to have a kid to knock it through. I was a, a, an official. 
for a, a, a good while in the what is now the MAIS. And we went down to Natchez, and a team from Louisiana came, and it was a playoff game. And they went two every time, and fig- uh, we figured out it's because they didn't have a kicker. And they were down by two with the time running out, and they kick a field goal, you win the game. That has to be the longest bus ride back to Louisiana ever because they didn't have a kicker. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, what? don't you have a girl that plays soccer that could just boot it through? Because, you know, my daughter played soccer, and she could make it at, from 25 yards. I'm just saying that, really, you've got a school with no one that can kick a ball through the upright? No one. Hey, Come and, and, and Louvier, I'll go back to something that was yep. in Hogjowl's text a minute ago, which, you know, um, it, it is something to note here is, you know, that's, for instance, Arkansas. That kid hits three field goals the other night. They were all long ones, including one over 50. It was a huge part of the game. Yeah. He was a five-star kicker. They recruited him heavily. And, you know, there's a coach at Arkansas who obviously placed their priority on Let's find the best one we can find and make it a priority to sign him. And yes, we'll use one of these scholarships on a kicker. Um, <clears throat> and I, I wonder, I couldn't help but wonder, Louvier. I, I don't don't let me get you off track. I just wanted to insert this. I couldn't help but wonder too that as we get into and start going here with the name, image, and likeness uh, era that we're in, if coaches and programs don't figure out a way. Uh, a little bit around some of the scholarship limitations. To if you want to use twenty five, <laughs> if you want to use twenty five scholarships on linemen and quarterbacks and receivers, you can still do that. But there's a way to go out here and get yeah. the best kicker you can get, and maybe that the whole level of place kicking goes up, you know, in college ball because it's always been great for the most part in the NFL, you know, and you can watch from Saturday to Sunday and see the big difference. So I wonder if it doesn't get better. Well, and, and listen, my son is uh, on the coaching staff at Jackson Academy, and they've got a kid, and he is, he ain't bigger than a minute. He is, a, a, but he's a soccer playing kid, yeah. and he makes it. Yeah. When they, when we line up for a field goal or extra point, you know, uh, you know, if you've ever been to Jackson Academy, it's kind of close, confined one, on one end. He kicks it over the fence every time, and on the other side, he kicks it on, on the roof of the building right. every time. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and and he's been just lights out all year. When we line up for a field goal at JA, it's good, pretty much. Yeah. Anyway, just saying, kicking game's important, and I love your show. Love Louisiana Day, the food, the music. Yeah, I miss it. I miss those two friends I had. <laughs> anyway, go Saints. Go Saints. That's Louvier. And he's the one that told me that it's Louisiana. It's not Louisiana, even though they say that in this song. See? It's strictly rhyme time for a song. Single shot rifle, one-eyed dog. Louisiana Saturday night. All right, it's National Louisiana Day. 
Uh, Bill, I'm going to pass this along. I don't know who this is texting. It's unnamed right here, but it says one more Christmas song before Thanksgiving, Matt, and I'm out. And then, but, he, but he signed out with an LOL, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, Trey texted and said, Matt, I threw some country please and jalapeno cheddar sausage on the grill along with some big old fat bone-in pork chops last night. Mighty fine, sir. My kids love all the country pleasing sausages. Well, I mentioned somebody earlier in this radio show who recently made a pot of potato soup. That's uh, She makes a lot of good food, but it's the best food she makes is that potato soup. And the last two nights that I ate the leftovers, I chopped up, I fried up and chopped up some country pleasing Cajun sausage and put it in that potato soup. And last night, I told her how good it was until she was tired of it. And she basically told me, okay, fine. I'm not eating it. <laughs> Stop telling me how good it is. Hello, Annabeth. Hey. Hey, Bill. Hello. D- uh, Louisiana. It's Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How's your back feeling? It hurts. Bill, I twisted my back. I don't know what I did. She she has a back injury, Bill. I've never had this before. I feel like I'm about 99 years old. I can't walk. I've got a heating pad on my back. Yeah. Mm. I, think I, I can do that just getting out of bed in the morning. <laughs> well, I turned wrong and grabbed Mary Liddy's hand last night. We were leaving oh. somewhere, and I think I just twisted my back wrong. Mm. And as soon as I took a step, I thought, what have I done? Mm-hmm. It hurts. Well, Matt knows this. As you get older, moving certain ways can really help you. Don't you know that, uh, it's, Yes. It's I mean, like... I was crawling on the floor last night, and I thought, <laughs> I cannot. Oh, I honestly cannot get up. You know, and... You know, you think about the difference between now and when you were a teenager, right? When you were like a cheerleader at Vicksburg High School. Well, you don't think about things like that. You don't have to. No. You know, and that's when I was a teenager, you know, playing ball. You'd have a lot of times you'd jump out there and not even really get loose. Just start throwing and running and tumbling and hitting the ground. You would die now if you did that. You'd never get up. You'd never get up. I'm barely there right now. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back over to the phone. State grad Matty. We we just, he just hung up. Did we lose him? Okay. I I turned him off. I'm sorry. No, no, it's not your fault. It's all her fault. (laughs) Sorry, state grad. It's my fault. I kept him hanging on too long. Uh, So state grad and Tommy, you guys, y'all call us back. If uh, if you get an opportunity, we'll get you in here. You were talking about that. We used to just get up and just go right outside and just start playing. We never warmed up for anything. Ugh. You know, you could just go out there and just go. I wish I could say that I was. I wish I could do that now. Doing something athletic, <laughs> but I, I, I wasn't hurt, I doing hurt. anything. Well, I myself warming up. I'm not calling you old Annie. I'm just saying oh. Billy Gardell, one of my favorite comedians. Um, that was part of his act. Is he said, "You know, you're getting old when you can injure yourself sleeping." Honestly, because you'd wake up in the next day and, and I couldn't neck. sleep. It hurts so bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, and so we're, we're, we're helping Annie along step by step. Hey, so you've been talking about the Mike Leach thing. Yeah, and the kicker deal. The kicker. I only yeah. had one problem with what Mike Leach said. Okay, and that was? Speaking of how to pronounce states, Louisiana, correct, correct. He says Mississippi State. Come on and kick at Mississippi State, and it is Mississippi. It absolutely it drives me insane. So I'm, if he wants to get a kicker that way, I'm fine with it. But just let's just say Mississippi, <laughs> not Mississippi. It has two sets of double S's. Drives me crazy. Yeah, buddy. 
Mississippi. So, so let's put him on the list, okay? I started years ago. I put uh-huh. Haley Barber on the yes, list. Yes, he was bad about it. <laughs> Haley Barber mm. was bad about it. He was so bad. <laughs> Mississippi. 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 It's Mississippi. Yeah. It's M I crooked letter I crooked letter I P P I and Coach Leach. Yeah. Hey, come Coach, on, come on, Coach, get your get your kicker. Call him out and let him come try out. But let's call it Mississippi when you call for him. It's Mississippi. <laughs> <clears throat> Other well. than that, I'm fine with what he did. <laughs> it is what it is. I got you on that. I like Miss- that idea of finding a soccer player though to, to kick. Well, yeah. Oh, and see, there's a story. Uh, I don't, Annie. I don't know if I told you this, but. When Mike Leach was the head coach at Texas Tech. Yeah, you told me. Yeah, I did tell you. So they had a, a third quarter kicking contest where if a kid comes in out of the stands and if he makes the kick from a certain distance, he gets free rent or whatever for the next of the semester. And this kid just nails this kick, booming kick, and it goes really high and goes through. And so Leach says, we sent the you know the equipment <laughs> managers. They went and found the kid, brought him in. Turns out he was immediately eligible. We start practicing with him, and a few weeks later, he kicked in a game and went nine for nine, kicking extra points against Kansas. Pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> more than one way to skin a cat, I guess. What did I, as soon as that Mississippi State game was over, I, I called my sister, and she's got a um, kindergartner, a little boy, and I said, We've got to teach him how to kick. Right now. Let's yeah, work right. on it right now. And by the time he gets to college, he'll get a full scholarship. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, I never could do it. You know, punted and that I would practice Pe- it, could punt. punt. But the whole kicking a ball soccer style, just never learned how to do it. Yeah. Couldn't do it. I'm sure it's a lot harder than it looks. It, it's hard. And we're all like, come and the, on. And the guys who do, do it, it right. they make it look easy. It's not easy. No. It's like I'm watching sure. a good golfer hit his tee shot. You know, three ten down the middle of the fairway makes he's like, oh, he didn't even swing hard. Yeah, it's because he's good at it. <laughs> you couldn't do it, I couldn't do it, but mm-hmm. he can. You know that sort of thing. All right, just getting started here in hour two of the show. More of your text comments coming up in the bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau. Go with the home team. Stay with me. There's a lot of noise when it comes to 5G. After these messages, we'll be right back. Better buy Birdseye. Better buy, better buy, better buy Birdseye. Yes, always look for this Birdseye Bird, your guarantee of top quality frozen food. And your big Birdseye buy this week is Birdseye Orange Juice. Easy, you can serve it in a minute. Thrifty, it will save you money. Orchard fresh and delicious. Now, if you know your oats and want to feel your oats and taste how good an oat cereal can be, well, you go for Cheerios. Great way to start the day with really great eating. That's Cheerios, one of the few foods made from oats. The tasty cereal grain everyone should have at breakfast. Crisp and golden, as only a toasted oat cereal can be. And nourishing? Why, a Cheerios breakfast gives you the power protein that grown-ups need to help stay in trim and youngsters need to grow on. Toasted oat goodness, toasted oat flavor, a delicious power breakfast. That's Cheerios. 
Let me tell you about an ice cream can't be beat. The very best tasting you can eat. It's meadow, 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 meadow smooth. Freeze meadow go. Go to your ice cream man today and here's the word that you should say. Oh, give me meadow, meadow, meadow smooth. Freeze meadow go. And remember, folks, Meadow Gold is mighty good. For double enjoyment, reach for Beech Nut Peppermint Gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beech Nut Peppermint in the familiar yellow pack. Six o'clock, dinner time. Thank goodness for Jell-O Instant Pudding. Yes, thank goodness for Jell-O Instant Pudding. The terrific busy day dessert you can make at the very last minute. See how quick and easy. Just add it to cold milk and beat it up. That's all. By the time you're ready to eat it, it's all ready for you. Jell-O Instant Pudding, made by the famous Jell-O folks. So creamy, so nourishing, so delicious. No other instant pudding is quite the same. Stock your shelves with all seven flavors. The good, good, busy day dessert. Jell-O Instant Pudding. All right, back with you inside the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. The Wyatts have uh, our insurance, all of it, home, auto, life with Farm Bureau Insurance. We highly recommend it because we're using it. Um, and it's just so nice to be able to deal with somebody local. The only way it could be better is if... Adam Watson, my local Farm Bureau insurance agent, knew how to cure an aching back. <laughs> right, Annie? I'm sure I could call, though, and they would be very sympathetic. Oh, yeah, they'd be sympathetic. Anytime I've ever called, had a question about anything, they've been great. <laughs> hey, you know what? This is a good point Mike makes here on Facebook about the whole kicking thing. He goes, if we're being blown out in games, a field goal wouldn't seem so important. <laughs> 
but we've lost three games by two to three points. Yeah, it's, re- it's really made a difference. And he says that puts more attention and pressure on the kickers, Hale State. And that is true. You know, they've lost some close games, some games in which they've missed some kicks. And then you look up and also just kind of go, all right, all totaled here. State, the stat we had was, and people are tired of hearing about it, but now State is um, in the bottom of the country. They're like 124th out of 130 teams in field goal kicking. Oh, no. Nine for 17. I didn't know that. Yeah, so if you were just average on your, like, if you're just, let's say, middle pack of the country, you're it's talking. so ab- loud, man. I'm sorry, that's my thermos. Yeah, I know. My good old trusty thermos is still broken. I hadn't fixed it yet. I know. Uh, but that's a thermos noise. Sorry about that. It's not a, it's not a wild animal in the studio, despite of what it sounds like. It's kind of a bad ranking. And it's really bad. You know, they're 9 of 17. So what I'm saying is, like, if you were just average, not best in the country, just average, then you're talking about a, a potentially a significant difference in your season, even, just as it's going to play out over the course of the year. And the thing about kicking is, it's like a golfer. With it being the way it is, you don't know that he these guys aren't going to go out there next week against Auburn and go three for three, right. four for four. You just, you know, you, you don't know. So the whole consistency of it. And look, in you know, the kid for Mississippi State, Brandon Rees, in his defense, you know, he came back and in the first week of the season got hurt, had a hamstring issue, and it took him out. And that's why Nolan McCord, the freshman walk-on, started kicking and did a really nice job. Reese finally gets back, but hadn't looked the same as you would expect. You go through an injury. So, so there's only two? Yeah, two guys that have kicked for him this year. Mm-hmm. Well, well, maybe we need a few more. So, hence the tryout. Yeah. I mean, I, I see nothing wrong with it. I, I, I see nothing wrong with the tryout. Uh, Baxter texted the show and said, Matt, uh, I am a rebel. And this is my favorite show, regardless of what we talk about. Appreciate you, man. Also, hotty toddy to the homecoming queen. Hotty toddy to you. Look at there. I like that text. When you were in college at Ole Miss, did yeah. people just walk around and say hotty toddy to each other? Yes. They do? That's a greeting? Yes. I well, don't hear it well, that much in my Well, on game day. Well, it's not like, <clears throat> not during the week when you're going to class, you don't go, hey, hotty toddy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, walking around the Grove or on the way to the game, you just, Games. hey, hotty toddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's I'll like, see somebody in an Ole Miss hat, and I don't. If, I don't care if I know him or not. I'll go, hey, howdy, toddy. Yeah. Well, when I was in school, you know, in college at State, nobody said nobody said Hale State. It we, was not a thing. Well, you didn't know Hale State yet, right? But even let's just say, go dogs. You almost didn't hear that out really? that I remembered. Yeah. But here's the thing. Okay, so Hale State has caught on because big time. So you go back to about 2009 and 10. That's when three things happen. One, Greg Byrne takes over as the AD. Two, hires Dan Mullen. Three, takes the media rights for the school and all the athletic events and everything and moves them over into a contract with Learfield, which is a big collegiate media rights company. And so in came a guy named Don Williams on the campus from Bulldog Sports Properties. That's Learfield. And in their powwow meetings, they're all working on – we got to do a better job branding everything. It's been pitiful to this point. Well, he did it. Right. And so Greg's in on the logo. We got to modernize it. The same color maroon on anything in the stores. We got to do all this. Stuff. And he was like, Don was like, Hail State. You know, your fight song is Hail Dear Old State. 
Hale State. It's unique. Nobody else has that. People and, have MSU. People have Go Dogs, but nobody has Hale State. And then they didn't they put a hashtag and put it in the end zone? They put it on the field. And everybody just bought into it immediately. And it has taken off because it came from the fight song. And so I'm not kidding you. Like, I'll go to Walmart. I'll go to the bank. You know what people say to me? All right, Matt, see you later, Hale State. <laughs> it's us. It's everywhere. It's a given. That was brilliant. It was really a smart thing. And if they don't latch a hold of that, it wouldn't. that wouldn't be smart. They need to grab onto it because people have, I'm telling you, fan base has grabbed onto it. And, and I think it, I guess why I thought about that when we mentioned Hottie Toddy is because well, you don't hear that it goes because, way back. Well, you don't hear it because nobody really walks by you and says "hotty toddy." Well, I know, but the point that I was going to make, though, Annie, it is, is that, old. Yeah, people using "hotty toddy" at yeah, Ole Miss old. and greeting each other with it. Yeah, it's toddy. as old as War Eagle. Yeah, it's old. It's as old as Roll Tide, hotty toddy. And I think for a long time, state fans were looking around, going, well, "We don't really have a hotty toddy." No, we don't really have a War Eagle. <laughs> well, Hale State came along and it made sense. It caught on. Yeah, it does. And now they have that. It works. Let's see. What do they have? So Vandy, What is Alabama? They're Roll Tide. They just say Roll Tide. Yeah. Arkansas. It'd be funnier if every Bama fan, when they pass each other, went... <laughs> but I've got like a good, elephant. I've but. got a good friend here in town who's Alabama, and every time I see her, I say RTR. Because <laughs> I just think it's funny. RTR. Well, you what know, Matt, we carry, we carry those Alabama games over one of our other stations, and, and every time they go to a different person, it's always roll tide. Then they go into whatever it's going to say. Uh huh. Oh, Everything right. starts with roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. Yeah. And then they end with roll tide. What is Vandy? Even Anch- the guy giving the scores goes roll tide. <laughs> Vandy is anchored. Anchored. Vandy is down anchored down. Or, yeah. Anchored down. Hey, and do you know what they do? Okay, so we're at Vandy a couple of weeks ago for a game. I didn't know they did this. Before the game, they have two like Navy ROTC guys. Carrying a large anchor. Now, I don't think it's an actual anchor. It's one that looks like an actual anchor because it'd be too heavy for two guys to walk 50 yards with this thing on their shoulders if it was an iron anchor, you know. But right. they do. It's two, you know, hmm. like Navy guys, and they pick this anchor up, and one has it on one shoulder, and the other's behind him. They're carrying this anchor, two carrying one anchor, and they do this little march out to midfield. Oh. And the announcer goes, Something, another, this, that, and anchor down. And they go, wham, and throw the anchor down at midfield. What? And then pick it back up and walk it off the field. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I've never seen that. It's a little different. Now, hmm. what makes it even more a little different is the fact that when they did that at that point in the pregame, there were literally about 8,000 people in that stadium. <laughs> There's nobody there. I'm talking. Maybe that's why nobody's seen it. Nobody's ever there early. (laughs) The PA announcer's voice was reverberating off the empty metal seats in the stadium. I did wonder where Anchor Down, where that came from. So you got that? Um, South Carolina? Yes. Okay. Pig Suey. Woo Pig. Woo Pig. But I think they also, and Hogjow could tell us, I think they also do Go Hogs there. Go Hogs, yeah. Um, But then you've got. You've got Go Cox, yeah. from South Carolina Gamecocks. You got Go Cats at Kentucky. They say Go Cats. They say Go Tigers at LSU. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Tiger bait at Tigers. LSU, but it's Go Tigers. We don't know what they do at Missouri. We don't care. Mm, let's, I'm over it. Let's not waste our time let's on that. Let's not. Go Gators. Go Gators. <clears throat> you know, go Gator. Got the, got the Boomer Sooner. You got Boomer Sooner. You got Hook'em. 
What does Texas A&M do? Gig them. Okay, gig them. But I don't know that they say gig them. Their deal is the word howdy. They yeah. say howdy to each other and to everybody, and that's a Texas A&M thing. What? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Well, see, and I say howdy to everybody. You and, do say that a lot. And people at A&M, they'd see me in my state stuff, and i go, howdy. And I think they thought, look at this goofball over here trying to say our deal. And I'm like, I want them to know. And I say howdy to everybody. You're just saying it as a kind of a country yeah. that's greeting. A, howdy. That's how we greet people. Hog Jow says, yep, go hogs. Go hogs. Yeah. He was wanting to know how Stark Vegas got started. And, and honestly, I don't know. That that wasn't going on when you were there either. Right. That's it, a branding thing. It, it was something they came up with at about the same time. Maybe even through the... Um, you know, the city of Starkville did a lot of branding with their downtown and all kinds right. of stuff. I don't know. Maybe that's where it came from. But yeah. but I say it. Stark Vegas. Hey, Mailman David said, Annabeth's dislike for Missouri is great. I just can't deal with it. <laughs> I will never accept them. Uh, Hook. <clears throat> I'm sure there's show. a lot of sweet people there, but they shouldn't be in our conference. <laughs> Hook says, I'm a rebel, and I'll admit Greg Byrne is directly responsible for both schools upgrading marketing. Yeah, Greg Byrne was, I mean, yeah. Hey, well, and Hook, that's how it works. There are these people that come along that, you know, like is the rising tide that raises all ships, <laughs> that they are that with it. Greg's that way. It's and not in the same way, but like when Saban came back into the SEC at Alabama in 2007, Everybody knew, okay, this whole league's fixing to have to get on their horse because this guy's back. And sure enough, right. you know, but Greg's got a little bit of that about him also. Um, no question. Landshark Walter texted in and said, this is Landshark. Just called in and asked for the text number. First time call in text. Love the show. Love listening to Matt. Always seemed to be a straight up guy. Well, Landshark, I appreciate it. I assure you, I got I'm- many, many, many faults. Aw. Okay. No. But that's everybody has a few. I appreciate hearing from Landshark. Yeah. And and one of the best qualities of this show, Landshark, is I'm not gonna make too much fun of the Landshark. Just every now and then. Landshark is pretty cool. No, it's not cool. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I like it. Well. It has it has it has a good message behind it. <laughs> yeah, our buddy Kobe said don't forget about Jackson State's fired up. Fired up. Don't make fun of the don't make fun of the land shark. Uh, then we'll have a fight. I'm sorry, we're just going to. Have to I don't fight. want to I talk about Ole Miss and mascots though. <laughs> Now's the time to get a great deal on select Kubota compact tractors, rated number one for reliability. After these messages, we'll be right back. For double enjoyment, reach for Beechnut Peppermint Gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beechnut Peppermint in the familiar yellow pack. Jeans do come true. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did. Visit BlueDeltaJeans.com. Find your fit just for my listeners. Enter discount code Matt Wyatt. Just answer the questions. BlueDeltaJeans.com. Answer the questions. Use this code. Use the code. You're going to get a discount. They are the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. (laughs) 
Farm Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of $500,000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest, all while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent or visit us online. Go with the home team. Hey, y'all, let me tell you a little bit about C Spire. New stuff in 2021, including 5G coverage. If you go to their website right now, cspire.com, you're going to see their no bull, which, by the way, I love the Super Bowl ad with the slow motion bull. You're going to see that on the website. But look, they're right. There's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill, depending on if, you know who you were with. And my experience with C Spire is just like they say, there's no bull. I know what it's going to cost me each month. I know what my coverage is. is the number one coverage in Mississippi, period, the number one network. And they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. Got it at C Spire. Went and did curbside at my local C Spire location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one, got the new one, and it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi, and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out. Okay. And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com. C Spire, customer. Inspired. After these messages, we'll be right back. Every farmer understands their farm can't thrive without some good partners like sun, soil, and rain. And farmers in North Mississippi also rely on another important partner, Mississippi Land Bank. Because land and farm financing are Mississippi Land Bank's primary focus, we've grown alongside these farmers' crops for more than 100 years. We understand what a farmer needs, and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And that's where I stand. Uh, John on Facebook commented here, and he said, I think Corso or one of that crew said start Vegas back in the 90s. Yeah, maybe it was. Um, hold on. I can turn. So Lee Corso is credited for that. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Hey, Bill, I'm hearing myself coming through the speakers there in the studio. I'll just letting you know. How's yeah. that? Yep. That's good. That's good. All right. Let's see. How about this one? Hoghead Cheese texted the show, and he said, Matt, I'm not one to stir the pot, but your demeanor definitely changes after an MSU loss. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And, and it's probably true. It probably is true. Well. Because after you win, I'm having to travel to these games, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> After you win, you feel like there's a little more purpose in everything that's going on. Every time you lose, the importance comes down a notch. Kind of dwindles a little bit. And I'm a purpose guy. Yeah. You know that. You're very purpose-driven. I will say that. You're very purpose-driven. To a fault. Like, I have this to thing in a, my head. To a fault. <laughs> so. I have this thing in my head where if I look around and I'm involved in something that doesn't have a purpose, don't. I'm out. Yeah. I'll see you later. <laughs> Hence, falling asleep <laughs> in the grove. I mean. And questioning me on why we're there. I cannot come up with a purpose on that. Yeah, well. Is the only thing. Here's it's the good, here's a the good monumental thing. waste of time. Here's a good thing. You don't have to come up with a reason. Because <laughs> your opinion on this does not matter. 
doesn't. No. Nobody cares what I think. Not on that. It is good to be reminded of that. Sometimes it really is. Uh, doggone. We were talking about this earlier. He said, throwing your opinion around to please a fan base is actually a disease like alcoholism. It's called bo- <laughs> boitis. Boatitis. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> throwing out opinions just to make other people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, just to throw a wider net. I said earlier, I just, I've gotten, to, I used to try that years ago on radio and it just, I never like it. I don't. So I get on here and I just kind of am what I am. I'm interested in state primarily. That's what I know primarily. And 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 when and if Ole Miss and Arkansas and you, Bama get in on it, okay, fine. But your X's and O's. Yeah, and I love the X's and O's part of it. You now, love X's and O's. We can football. We can do X's and O's in black and white. I don't even know need to know who the teams are. I you get into it. that stuff. Yeah, but I, that's kind of see hard you to, love that the most. Man, it's kind of hard to do sometimes on the radio. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gabe texts the show. He says, in case, uh, in case you didn't know, the toothbrush was invented in Alabama because if it was invented in any other state, it would be called the teeth brush. Oh, my. <laughs> I'd heard that one before, but I heard it about Arkansas. I guess you can just say it about anybody. Let's just, just pick a southern let's state. Let's just do it. it. Let's just go ahead and put Missouri in that tagline. Yeah. Let's, just, let's just let Missouri go with that and leave the rest of us real Southerners alone. The joke in Alabama I'd hear growing up <clears throat> is that, you know why all the trees in Alabama lean to the north? Oh, yeah, I've heard this. Because Tennessee sucks. That's what people would say. <laughs> uh, Special K texted, and this is for all of us. Oh. Uh-huh. Getting old is a blessing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Some people don't get the opportunity to enjoy the aches and pains. Oh. Listen. Thanks, I guess uh, the option's not very good. Thanks, Special K. <laughs> better than the Thank alternative. You. Try to see a silver lining in this. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Um, RT said Stark Vegas was kind of a put-down to state before Stark will emerge from the dark ages, and then state ran with it. That's what I understood, yes. Yeah. So okay. I say Stark Vegas because it kind was... Kind of making fun of it. It was opposite of Vegas, But then right? it caught on. I think it's cute. Well, you know, I had some people... Okay, so you've got a coaching staff at State right now that they have spent the last several years in Pullman, Washington, where Washington State is. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, I heard them, I heard a conversation. They said, listen, people here don't believe it, but Starkville, Mississippi is a big, booming metropolis compared, compared- to Pullman, <laughs> Pullman, Washington, where they had been. It's, a, it's, a, it's a little Vegas. And I'm going, is that really true? Really? Well, have you ever been there? Never been there, but that's what they say about it. Yeah, somebody texted and they thought Rob J might have come up with uh, the Stark Vegas term when he was on WLBT Rob all those J. years. Lee Corso, Rob J. Was Rob J doing sports at LBT when you were in high school, or would that have been uh, after? He was after me. Was it when you were a cheerleader I at Vicksburg? I think he was, he was after me. I okay. Believe. When you were a cheerleader at Vicksburg High, was it a big I, deal for the news to come and film you all and put you on the Friday night highlights? Yes. Huge. <laughs> and I remember they did come once. Really? Did yeah, you rush you did. home to watch the highlights yes, on the news? Yes. And you record it on your VCR. <laughs> That's exactly right. VCR. Yeah. We went through that exercise yesterday on the show. You weren't here, but there are ways to get all those v- v- VHS tapes converted, yeah. basically. Oh, so that we can watch all your highlights that your dad gave you. Right. Well, it's not. But there's also a home video with my granddad's on it. We don't have any video of him. No. And that may be the only tape that exists with him on there. I'd love to see that. 
Uh, the other thing, though, is I found it this weekend. You and I worked at a news station right? back when we used actual tape. Bill, in the early 2000s, when we were both working at the local NBC affiliate, we used DVC Pro tapes. I have a box full of those. Mm-hmm. And it's all our stuff. Guy at Mississippi State on the airplane this weekend, he works close to the TV center. He said, we got a machine that can no. that can convert all that for you. Just that bring them. Fun. That would be fun. Yeah, he said, just bring them to me. Yeah, when mm. I worked at Channel 16, we had those. I worked there on weekends. We had yeah, the tapes. tapes. Still had tapes. <laughs> had, had some programs that were actually on those big two-inch reels, you know, the big mm. that you'd load Yes. Up, and we edited. Now. We edited with yeah. tape. Like, I mean, we are old. So it's like for people that edit. I was a weekend edit, master control guy, so, you know, I had to run all that. I see. Yeah. Well, and so for people that edit video now digitally like I do. Right. There's no such thing as a permanent edit. No. You can undo, redo anything. It's all digital. I can remember wanting to cry in the edit bay here in Tupelo if I made a, made a mistake on the edit with the tape because that was it. Once you did it, that's it. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't no redoing it. I had a lot of anxiety about that. <laughs> so like around the radio station, we used to use a razor blade and a grease pencil to make all of our edits. You know, and yeah. Once you cut it, that's it. It's uh, done. You know, and those edit. Back. You know those edit bays, y'all. The ones with the tape. It had a preview and an edit button. Uh-huh. If you hit yeah. edit, it made the edit on the tape. Put it on there permanent. If you hit preview, it showed you what it would be, so you can make sure you wanted to make it permanent. And I was learning how to use that equipment in an old guy who'd been there forever, Mel Carlock. Yeah. I said, "Don't you need to hit preview first? And he looked at basically said, "Preview is for chickens." <laughs> <laughs> Don't hit preview, just edit it, man. Well, let me just tell you that I always previewed it. Um, let me work my way down here. Uh, Hoghead Cheese said the distance between Washington State and the University of Idaho is only 12 miles. What? Oh. That, I had no earthly idea. Uh, Chip says they used to say uh, Stark Patch. I've heard Stark Patch, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, um, man, not as good as Vegas. I, think, I used to hear put downs. People would say Stark Ganistan, but yeah, I've oh never heard that. Yeah, uh, Dog Gone says Annabeth, do you believe in karma? I could see your daughter marrying a Missouri grad. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no, Dog Gone, that, that won't happen. We'll make sure of it. Yeah, she can okay. have nightmares now. Oh gosh. Uh, Anthony from Tupelo says, uh, me and a few of my friends should have trademarked the phrase. We started calling Stark well Stark Vegas right after the casino opened in Philadelphia. Oh. Oh yeah. Hmm. Made sense. Um Danny said yeah, Jason is referencing that it used to be a put down. Danny said is wanting to know if Mike Leach ever found a kicker. I don't have an update, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, tryouts. You'll are, be the first to know. <laughs> I think tryouts are still going on. Well, let's see here. Brian went and looked up the numbers. Uh, 2019 population for Starkville, 25,000. Uh, 2020 population for Washington, Pullman, Washington, 35,000. Hmm. Um, yeah. See, that's what I was saying. I mean, Brian, I mean, you, you, but that's the conversation I overheard. I've never been out there, never seen it. Wouldn't know. Wouldn't know one way or the other. But is that during the school year? That good. The population? Yeah, That's a good question. That is true. Because yeah, you know when school's not there, mm-hmm. uh, nobody there. Probably lose half the people. Uh, Landshark Walter from earlier said the first time that he heard Stark Vegas was Rob J on WLBT3 well, in Jackson. Maybe you need to call Rob J. Maybe. I need to call Rob. He is. I might need to ask him. He yeah. was here yesterday. I should ask him. Gosh. Come on. Come on, Bill. 
Uh, Ready Teddy has a great idea. Now, the third hour, which is coming up in a few minutes, we we usually call it the casserole hour. Okay. And he said, in honor of National Louisiana Day, he said, I think today's third hour should be called the Jambalaya Hour. There you go. Yeah, tell him to stay tuned. That's cute. So is jambalaya a Cajun casserole, effectively? It's not a casserole, Matt. Pretty much. We've been through this jambalaya before. Jambalaya is a soup. Well, what? That you put on rice, well, right? But, but, but how do we define a casserole? I don't We've think been you called. You have not. You called jambalaya a, a casserole? No. Well, do, maybe I'm wrong. I bet Louvier knows. Well, Louvier? Yeah. Louvier. I don't think it's a casserole, is it? <laughs> Olivier's got strong um, opinions on this kind of stuff. Well, I, I might remember us discussing this. <laughs> we did discuss it. Um, it's like a soup, isn't it? What now? Jambalaya is a soup, right? A stew, I mean, it kind of sort of like is, stew? yeah. I wouldn't call now, it now, my sister Beth is on Facebook, and she said, a casserole that you mess up is a soup. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's true. That's, Dump it in the crock pot. That's true. Jimmy on Twitch says the egg bowl was a put down also. And that's why people shouldn't use it. It's the battle for the golden egg. Now, look, we go through that every year. Jack Crystal refused to say egg bowl. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. He would only say battle for the golden egg because that was the title of the game. But, it, you know, it's hard to rattle off battle for the golden egg, battle for the golden egg. How, much, how much longer until that game? We'll see. Three weeks. Three weeks? That's it? Well, yeah, because yeah, you're, right. uh, you're right. I mean, the game is you're right. It's Thanksgiving. Annie, look, it's Tuesday the ninth. This Thursday, the 11th, according to the calendar, this Thursday, the 11th is two weeks from Thanksgiving. Oh, my word. Yeah. Two weeks from the Egg Bowl. <laughs> now you talk about flying by this football season. I mean, it has come and gone. It's going by pretty quickly. Hey, you excited about game day uh, and Kirk Herbstreet coming to Oxford this weekend? Yeah, I think it'll be great. Yeah. I won't get to see it. I'll be in the car that morning. Well. Headed to Auburn. I'll record it for you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I wouldn't watch it if, if I had the chance, to be honest with you. I wouldn't watch it if they were in my front yard, to be honest with you. I know you wouldn't. All right. Love you, babe. Yeah, love you. <laughs> Hotty toddy. Hey, State. Bye, homecoming queen. Bye, Bill. Hour three coming up. If you leave us, have a good night. If not, stick around in the Farm Bureau studio. Hey, Matthew. Farm Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of $500,000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest, all while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent, or visit us online. Go with the home team. After these messages, we'll be right back. We are about to have a fire and cook some sausage. A country-pleasing sausage is outstanding. Whether you cook it over a fire or in the house, cook some of this right here. It's green onion flavor. You see that? But this right here is my favorite. 
the maple flavor. And this is great for breakfast. It's awesome cooking it in the house because it makes the whole house smell good. Oh yeah. Let's eat country pleasing sausage, the best, hands down. If you go to countrypleasing.com, you can actually order this and deliver it to your house. Country pleasing sausage, hands down, the best. Trust me. Divinity Equipment, Spring Ridge Road in Jackson, Highway 51 in Madison. Hey, y'all, let me tell you a little bit about C Spire. New stuff in 2021, including 5G coverage. If you go to their website right now, cspire.com, you're going to see their no bull, which, by the way, I love the Super Bowl ad with the slow motion bull. You're going to see that on the website. But look, they're right. There's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill, depending on if, you know who you were with. And my experience with C Spire is just like they say, there's no bull. I know what it's going to cost me each month. I know what my coverage is. is the number one coverage in Mississippi, period, the number one network. And they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. Got it at C Spire. Went and did curbside at my local C Spire location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one, got the new one, and it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi, and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out. Okay. And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com. C Spire, customer. Inspired. After these messages, we'll be right back. Jeans do come true. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did. Visit BlueDeltaJeans.com. Find your fit. Design a jean. And before you know it, you'll be addicted. Just for my listeners, enter discount code Matt Wyatt, all lowercase, uh, BlueDeltaJeans.com. I just entered, you know, what I knew about myself. I just answered the questions, and here they are. Nice. Yeah, Blue Delta. Just answered the questions, and they fit absolutely perfectly. They couldn't fit better. So just go online, BlueDeltaJeans.com, answer the questions, use this code, Use the code. You're going to get a discount. They are the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. And I know that you are going to love them too.
love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit FabRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at MSFBINS.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. This is WRKS Pickens Jackson. Live! In the studio. Live and local. This is the Matt Wyatt Wyatt Show. Show. Talking about sports from around the world and right here at home. Streaming to you at the zone1059.com and on your radio on ESPN 105.9. The Zone. And it's now time for the Jambalaya Hour. <laughs> Goodbye, Joe. Me God. Let's go. Me, oh my, oh. Sing it, Hank. Me gotta go pull the P-Road down the bio. My Yvonne, the sweetest one, me oh my oh. Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio. Jambalaya, crawfish pie. All right, the Jambalaya hour, because today is National <laughs> Louisiana Day. Did anybody ever do it better than Hank Williams? No is the answer. To Man. That. Nobody ever did it better than Hank, for sure. Today and be so the casserole hour today is converted over to the jambalaya hour. Since it is uh, and I still hear that speaker in the studio over there, Bill. Something Yeah, I forgot to turn my button off. Oh, see I don't I never know if, for sure if it's you, if it's me or what, but No, it's me. Okay. All right. So we've converted the third hour to uh from casserole hour to the jambalaya hour today, because it's National Louisiana Day. So, jambalaya hour. Presented by Overstreet Properties in Stark, Vegas, the aforementioned. So, anything residential, a place to live permanently, you're moving there, place to stay, condo, apartment, whatever, leasing an apartment if you're a student, investment property, all kinds of stuff. Anything residential in Stark, well, that's where you want to go. Overstreet Properties and get the contact info, hit them up, tell them I sent you at overstreetproperties.com. Com. Hour three, off and running with you. You can comment on the live stream. <clears throat> you can text me on the country pleasing text line. Or you can call me. I'd love to hear your voice also. The numbers here, if you're looking at the live stream, you want one of those, there they are. Text line is 601-885-ESPN, 885-ESPN, or 885-3776. Well, looky here, looky here. Every now and then we get a shot to talk to somebody who's way more interesting than either of us. And that's the case right now. Earlier in the show, this uh, the monikers, you know, like Hotty Toddy, Hail State, Roll Tide, these different things. And then this idea of Stark Vegas, we tried to track that back. Several people texted in on the Country Pleasing text line and said that that term was actually coined on the local news in Jackson by Rob J., sports anchor, WLBT, for all those years. Well, let's just get right down to it and ask the man himself. Rob J. on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Rob, how you doing? I'm doing really good. How you doing? As far as I know, I'm good. Last I checked, I'm doing all right. Um, Rob, can you, will you, should you take credit for the term Stark Vegas? Did you start it on the news? <laughs> well, let me tell you how it got started. This is, this is how it got started. Uh, I don't know if you remember uh, uh, a gentleman named Mark Ross. Mark is the communication director at UMMC now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. During that time, Mark was a photographer at WLBT. So after after the 6 o'clock news, we would go outside and we'd throw the baseball around. 
So he, you know, we, uh, we, we, we tossed around and he asked me once, he said, are you going to Stark Vegas this weekend? <laughs> I was going, where? <laughs> he said, Stark Vegas. He said, man, well, that's what we call it. That's what we call Starkville. Okay. I said, uh, man, I'm going to say that on the news. He said, no, 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 no. You can't say that on the air, man. They might get mad. I said, watch me. So I did. <laughs> so I did. You know, I always, I always uh, took a challenge and did something. Mm-hmm. I did something. So <laughs> I did say it, but I didn't invent it. I did not invent it. Okay. So Mark said he and he and some buddies invented it when they went to Mississippi State. So what we've got here, though, uh, Rob, is I think it's a gap between who actually started the term. And then where all the rest of us heard it. See, so you saying it on WLBT is likely the first place that a lot of people, you know, ever heard Stark Vegas. So we got to give you credit for that, if that's okay. <laughs> well, I don't want to take credit for someone else's saying, but like I said, I just I did use it on the air, but I did not invent it. I, I thought it was cool yeah. to say Stark Vegas, but Mark told me he said, "Man, you can't say that on the air. They don't like that. It's associated with gambling and, and, and Las Vegas." I'm saying it's cool. It sounds good. <laughs> you know, you strike me as one of those guys, um, Rob, who his friends would give him like a secret word and then challenge you to work it into the broadcast, and you the kind of guy that would figure out a way to do it. Am I am I right on that? Oh, you're 100 percent right. You're 100 <laughs> percent. I would say some things on there, and I would get called into the office all the time. So, yeah. <laughs> But I thought I just thought Stark Vegas was a, a cool thing. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a cool name, and that's why you. That's why I did it. Right. But I did. I did not invent it, though. You know, and it's interesting how that has uh, taken off over the years for sure. Rob J on your radio right now. If y'all didn't know it, Rob is the uh, radio voice of Jackson State when they're uh, playing football. And right now, Jackson State. I'm looking at it, Rob. Uh, eight and one on the year. And ranked 15th in the latest FCS, the, the national poll, with a game in Baton Rouge coming up this weekend. So before we kind of get the specifics real quick on Jackson State, what's it been like for you to sort of be attached to this team and this program and see them kind of come back to life under Coach Prime? What's that been like for you? It's really been really, really interesting. I mean, he has come in, man, he, he – he changed facilities. He, the, the, the biggest thing that I like what he did was he um, he redid the practice field. That mm-hmm. practice field was hot garbage, and he put turf on it. and And I told him when he when he gave me a tour, he showed me the practice field. And he said, "Let me show you something else." I said, "Wait, wait, 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 coach, wait! You don't know what you did with this." I said, "Man, do you know how many ankles and knees were broken out here on this, and how many times when it rained they couldn't practice?" Mm-hmm. This is something real significant. So it's, it's been great, man. And to see Jackson State win uh, is really, really good. Um, so you get you go to Baton Rouge this weekend, and what Southern's coming off of a win over Alcorn? Am I right? This past weekend, or was that two weeks ago? Do you know? That was they, they won a couple of weeks ago, but okay. they lost to FAMU. Now had FAMU won that game, uh, had FAMU uh, lost that game. Jackson State would have won the East, but now they have to go out and beat Southern Saturday night. But um, Southern has been they, – they've been up and down. They win a game, they lose a game, they win a game, they lose a game. So if they lose Saturday night, Jackson State will be the Swack East champs for the first time since 2010, I think. How about that? So so going 11 years ago. Yeah, that's what I noticed. So, you know, heck of a ball game a couple of weeks ago. 
Uh, Southern got the win over Alcorn, 38-35. Okay, and then turned around and lost uh, to FAMU. And then uh, and now it's Southern and Jackson State this weekend in Baton Rouge. And just out of curiosity, um, uh, Rob, what kind of uh, what kind of um, crowd will travel? I'm talking about fans will travel to Baton Rouge for that game for Jackson State. Will a big group of fans go on the road? Man, that's so interesting. You you asked me that because I, I talked to a guy yesterday from Southern, and I was like, man. How- what do you think the crowd's going to be? You know, with Southern having lost and then they're really out of it. He said it's the whole Southern side is sold out already. I'm like, Whoa. oh, no. But it's, it's going to be a huge crowd, man. And that, that's a that's a really hostile place to play. I don't really like going down there. And the thing about it, my daughter goes to school there. Is that right? So I tell her, I, said, I don't even want to come down there. But <laughs> it, 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 it's, going, it's going to be packed, yes. <laughs> I'll tell you what, is uh, is it this may not be a fair question for live radio, Rob? But does she root for Southern? I guess she has to, right? If she goes to school there. You know, it, it is a team that she 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 doesn't go to the game. She she she, she goes to LSU games. Okay, she, she's not sports person. Okay, because I asked her, did you go to the Alcorn game? She said she didn't, but you know, she she's she's more so into pageants uh-huh. and all of that, so she could care less if they won or lost. Right. She's smarter than the rest of us then. That's what that boils down to. <laughs> She's got her priorities straight. So speaking of the crowd, Rob, um, I imagine that in two weekends on the 20th, when it's Jackson State versus Alcorn in Jackson, uh, I imagine right. it's going to be overflow, spilling out of the gates, packed to the brim. Am I right? You are exactly right. You know, what we were saying was this is going to be homecoming number two mm. because, you know, the homecoming crowd was just ridiculous. And uh, but, but the thing about it, Alcorn is pretty much eliminated from the West race now. So mm. I don't know if the Alcorn fans will come out for this one now, knowing that Jackson State has a really, really good team, and JSU will be favored in this game. So I think that, that loss – the fam, you kind of knocked a little win out of the Alcorn, Alcorn uh, fan sale. So, mm. but I, I still think it'll be a big crowd. Yes, yeah. That's your question, right, Rob J on your radio. Rob, um, is there? I'm, I, I the last thing I want to do is put you on the spot, but I know everybody's curious about the health of Coach Prime and his status as far as getting back and coaching and everything. Like, what can you tell us? You've heard on the latest on kind of his recovery from that foot surgery. Okay, well, I can I can tell you this. Uh, when we and I say we, uh, my broadcasting team, we would uh, call in the game Saturday against Texas Southern. And man, I'm gonna tell you, my phone kept my phone was ringing with about it was I think it was like four minutes ago. Jackson State was up forty-one uh, twenty-one, that which would be the final score. So my phone kept ringing from, and I was like, "Who is this calling me, knowing that I'm doing the game?" You're working. Yeah. So I got a text. <laughs> I got a text from. Jackson State Sports Information Director, he said, that's Deion Sanders trying to call you. So I stepped out in the hall and I told um, the Southern, I said, man, take over, take over for a second. So I went in the hall and I called him back and he said, man, I just want to let you know you guys sounding good. I really appreciate uh, um, what you guys are doing. I didn't, I never, I didn't know you did that. That what, Coach, how are you doing? He said, I'm getting better. I'm doing okay. But you know, Matt, he sounded, he sounded really, he sounded forced and he sounded 
he sounded sick, so he's still in the hospital, mm-hmm. and I think he's getting back. I think, you know, that surgery that he had, it was really serious surgery, mm-hmm. and he came back too fast. He mm-hmm. came back the next day after that surgery, but he's on the mend, and I I, I don't think he's going to go to Baton Rouge. I know there's been reports that he's going to go. I, I from, from hearing him talk Saturday, I don't think he will, but because the doctors are telling him to take as much rest as he can, but um, yeah, it was serious, and, and, and he's, he's sounding a little bit weak, but I think he's going to be okay. Well, we certainly hope so, you know, because, you, you know, for the team's sake, but also just kind of for the whole thing, you know, you want to see him out there as a part of it. But, I mean, Rob, how, how much does it speak to the job that he's done organizing the program, the fact that he's not there and they just continue winning even though he's not on the sideline? Well, man, he has he's recruited some really good some really good players. I mean, that defense that's the best defense I've ever seen since I've been associated with Jackson State football. Mm. I mean, he's got he's got guys from um, Missouri and Auburn and all these different places, man, and, and they can play. I know the question was that uh, were they going to jail together? And I give the coaches that are there now. A really, you know, good credit for being able to keep these guys together. So they've been playing well, and I'll, I'll, I'll say, man, great job to the coaches that taking this place, that's taking this place to keep these guys in line and together because they have a lot of talent. And look, man, you can coach them, man, and they'll win. <laughs> I mean, they're that good. Yeah. They're really that good. Yeah. Well, and they just continue to look like they're getting better and better. Hey, and I want to go back to real quick, uh, Rob, for you. Um, you know, as a broadcaster, you've seen the ups and the downs. You know, you've caught a lot of games, good teams, bad teams, wins, losses. I know we have a lot of people listening that might be curious to know. You, as a play-by-play announcer, do you get emotionally invested in the team where you kind of get up when they win, you also get down when they lose, or do you kind of just you you ride it the same way either way and it doesn't affect your mood with what the team does, how do you approach it as their broadcaster? Um, that's a really good question. I don't. Um, I, I try to, you know, when they score, be excited on on the air and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't really get. I don't go crazy and and, and and jump up and down. And when they lose, I, I don't. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, with, with, now Willie Richardson, my, my past partner who passed away, he would go nuts when Jackson State would lose. <laughs> but I, 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 and I would, I would kind of pick at him. He would lose, so I don't really get too emotionally involved. Now, if it's the Kansas City Chiefs and they lose, I'm ready. To, oh, I'm ready to go after somebody. Man, hey, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Rob, how I know we you won. You know, Chiefs. I said, I said we. I'm a Chiefs fan. We won the game against Green Bay, but man, still it didn't feel like a good win. It was so ugly. What is going on in Kansas City? Oh no, man! I was. I want to ask you that. Is is it Mahomes? Is his family bothering him? You know, I don't. I don't know. Uh, Something's not right. They're not on the same page. You know that. You know how in the past, the past few years, they've had these good offenses they couldn't stop, and it's like he and Kelsey were so on the same page, had this sixth sense for where each other was going to be, and even when the play would break down, Kelsey would just show up and be open at the right time. None of that's happening now. It's like they're not ever on the same page, and I just – I wonder, it's either a relationship or it's 
lack of preparation and practice or something because it is not the same. And I know that's not really answering your question. That's just that's kind of how I feel about it. I don't know how you feel. I know, and, and, and see, I've been liking the Chiefs since I was a little kid. I've only been a you know with Jackson State when I attended Jackson State, so I think I got more invested in the Chiefs than I have in Jackson State. So I get I get matter when the Chiefs lose sure. than when Jackson State loses. <laughs> sure. Hey, you'll appreciate this, Rob. So when we were at the uh, Mississippi State-Arkansas game this past weekend, Arkansas, during one of their timeouts in the first half, they were honoring Steve Atwater. He had on his Hall of Fame jacket. You know, He played at Arkansas and then played for the Broncos, and he's in the Hall of Fame. And I mentioned, I mentioned to Quinn Grovey, who's the Arkansas color analyst, he played quarterback there, the thing I think about when I see or hear Steve Atwater is I think about Steve Atwater for the Broncos versus Christian Okoye for the Chiefs and how they would have those incredible collisions, running back versus safety. That was the that was kind of like a that was an era of football when they were still allowed to hit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Exactly. I hate Steve Atwater. I hate his gut. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel, Rob. How you feel? <laughs> hate his gut. When he knocked out Christian Okoye, he got up talking. Mm. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> they had some heck. They had some big time collisions, and they you made this. They even made you remember like an NFL films highlight of just those two guys hitting each other. And uh, exactly, and, and and Okoye is such a good guy, and like just smiles and likes everybody. Didn't have a mean bone in his body, and you're right, Atwater sure did run his mouth, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> but that's the Broncos for you. Well, hey, uh, Rob, it's good to catch up with you. We uh, I tried my best to get you to take credit for the Stark Vegas term, but we'll just. It sounds like you heard it. From someone else, and so we'll we give you the credit for putting it on the air. We'll put it that way. <laughs> okay. I did. I, I, well, I'll take credit for putting it on the air, but I didn't. I didn't invent the term. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Rob, it's a pleasure to get to talk to you, man. Glad you're doing well, and uh, I speak for a lot of people. We appreciate the job you do on the radio and the job you do calling Jackson State games. And looking forward to talking to you again. Thank you. I appreciate you too. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. That's Rob J. One of a kind. Mm-hmm. Got a show tonight right here on this station. Yeah, what time do they start? They start at 6. Okay, 6 o'clock on Tuesday nights. Yeah. Those Talkin guys. Talking Sports Live. Talking Talkin Sports, Sports Live. Live tonight at 6 on The Zone. And those guys have a good time on their yes, show. Yes, they do. <laughs> if you have never listened to it. And um, old Rob, man, he's something else. I started to ask him how he feels about LeBron, but I said that's that's for another day. <laughs> he does not like LeBron. Let's save that for another about, day. Probably about as much as he hates Steve Atwater. Oh, hey. <laughs> of all the things we came out of that interview with, Rob J hates Steve Atwater. Steve Atwater. Because, <laughs> you know, Broncos and Chiefs have always been division rivals and or have been for a long, long time. And that was it, man. Back in the late 80s, early 90s, it was a Koye and Atwater. And poof, these big collisions and... Atwater's, you know, of course, Hall of Fame. Yeah, we had the, we had the same thing going on with the Chargers and the, and the Chiefs when I was out in San Diego. Oh yeah, well, you talk about a rivalry. Oh, big God. time, big they time. They hated each other. Yeah, and and Marty Schottenheimer coached them both. Sure you know, in the same division there. Uh, unnamed texture said, um, "Rob J. and Daryl Asbury are hilarious on the calls for the Jackson State games." 
How about Rob saying that, you know, he doesn't really get too up or down emotionally in him um, in the games, but people who do get up and down, he picks on them. I thought, yeah, I could have told you that. <laughs> uh, Grumpy said, uh, Matt, Rob J. always great. Has been a good friend of Grumpy's sister for decades. Yeah, I really enjoy old Rob. He's something else. Uh, Rep Dog says, the one coach I don't want at LSU is Coach Prime. And I'll tell you this. Um, you talk about recruiting. Can you imagine Deion Sanders recruiting to LSU? Like, he'd just get everybody. <laughs> Anybody he wants. It'd all be about evaluation because nobody's going to tell him no. Um, Anthony from Tupelo says, what was the time frame that Rob J was on TV? I should have asked him, but we could guess on it, couldn't we, uh, Bill? Rob yeah, was probably hadn't been long. I was going to say he was probably at LBT until up until about probably what oh nine ten somewhere near. Yeah, because he's been, he's been at JSU for a little while now doing TV there. But yeah, he was on Channel Three for quite a while. Yeah, and I know that. See, when I was in at the TV station North Mississippi through, see, I left there in oh six, and Rob was still there at LBT in oh six, and I think he probably was there up until somewhere in that time frame. I'm guessing. Nine, ten, somewhere in there, and uh, and then jumped over to uh, Jackson State. Okay, so I've got a lot of texts. If you've texted me and I hadn't gotten to it, I will. And if you're hanging on the phone line, I appreciate you being patient. And we'll come to you next, right out of the shoots, when we come back on the Divinity Equipment phone line. I'm Matt in the bureau. Stay with me. Yeah, Lynn's been hanging on for a while, but he said he... After these messages, we'll be right back. For double enjoyment, reach for Beech Nut Peppermint Gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beech Nut Peppermint in the familiar yellow pack. Jeans do come true. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best-fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did. Visit BlueDeltaJeans.com. Find your fit just for my listeners. Enter discount code Matt Wyatt. Just answer the questions. BlueDeltaJeans.com. Answer the questions. Use this code. Use the code. You're going to get a discount. They are the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. Farm Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of $500,000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest, all while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent or visit us online. Go with the home team. Hey, y'all, let me tell you a little bit about C Spire. New stuff in 2021, including 5G coverage. If you go to their website right now, cspire.com, you're going to see their no bull, which, by the way, I love the Super Bowl ad with the slow motion bull. You're going to see that on the website. But look, they are right there's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill, depending on if, you know who you were with. And 
my experience with C Spire is just like they say, there's no bull. I know what it's going to cost me each month. I know what my coverage is. is the number one coverage in Mississippi, period, the number one network. And they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. Got it at C Spire. Went and did curbside at my local C Spire location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one, got the new one, and it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi, and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out. Okay. And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com. C Spire, customer. Inspired. After these messages, we'll be right back. Every farmer understands their farm can't thrive without some good partners like sun, soil, and rain. And farmers in North Mississippi also rely on another important partner, Mississippi Land Bank. Because land and farm financing are Mississippi Land Bank's primary focus. We've grown alongside these farmers' crops for more than 100 years. We understand what a farmer needs, and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And that's where I stand. A lot of people in the equipment world, you know, things kind of go in trends, I guess, if you want to say it. Um, so kind of the first big thing uh, that we look at when we start evaluating our business is going to be our turf equipment. That's kind of the first big push because once the, you know, once everything, the water dries up and the grass starts growing, this is what everybody's looking to get. Uh, we carry the new right stand-up mower. Doesn't look like much, but this thing is, and it costs just as much as zero turn. Not a cheap unit at all. I mean, if you go out there and look at that zero turn, this thing right here, I mean, it's got all your components from your big pumps to your commercial engine to your large steel deck. Um, and these guys were the first ones to make the standard mower. Yes, always look for this bird's eye bird, your guarantee of top quality frozen food. And your big bird's eye buy this week is bird's eye orange juice. Easy, you can serve it in a minute. Thrifty, it will save you money. Orchard fresh and delicious. Now, if you know your oats and want to feel your oats, and on your radio at ESPN 105.9, The Zone. All right, back with you live in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau. Go with the home team. I should say, go with the home team. While I was talking to Rob J, uh, Jason was in the mood. He said, I wouldn't mind hearing some sonic boom. Well, yeah, that's a good idea, Jason. How about a little sonic boom? Here we go. And with that, we'll click it over to the phone line, the Divini Equipment phone line, Divini Equipment Madison and in Jackson. Lynn has been patient on line one of the Divini phone, and I appreciate that very much. Lynn, thanks for calling. What's up? Uh, thanks for taking my call, man. I appreciate it. I, uh, I had a little story I wanted to tell you during cash roll. It's afternoon. I woke up in Tuscumbia, Alabama. Alabama this morning, a little truck stop, had a real good restaurant up in front of it. I said, I'm going to have me a good breakfast this morning. Some good old bacon and eggs, you know. And I walked in there, and I noticed there's pictures of Bear Bryant and Nick Saban and, uh, you know, the whole roadside role thing, mm-hmm. everybody in there. And I wasn't really trying to listen to nobody, but I overheard a couple of older guys talking. You know the older men go to these restaurants early in the morning. Well, they was talking, and they was talking about Alabama football, of course. And I, I just heard them say Saban. 
So I popped up, you know. I'm a big state fan and don't really love Bama. I said, when's that guy going to retire? This old fella looked at, back at me and said, he ain't going to retire. He's going to get fired. What? I thought, I said, for what? Really? <laughs> get so, fired. So that's the irrationality of the Alabama fan base because they didn't look good against Tennessee. They're not what they normally are. <laughs> They've lost one game. And they've got folks out there literally saying that Nick Saban, the greatest football coach of all time, <laughs> inarguably, should be fired. And this doesn't look like a delusional type fella. It just, you know, looked like he probably plowed a field every day all his life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. you know what people are talking about. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I thought, are you serious? How, how hard is it to be an Alabama fan? I mean, I just feel so sorry for them people. You know what it probably is, Lynn? You know what, Lynn? It probably is a little insight into the human psyche. Um, And and I'm trying to think who it was yesterday that told us this. But he he had heard an interview with an NBA player who was off to a good start or something like that. and, and, And the NBA player was saying, you know, when I was young, all I wanted to do was get to the NBA. But now that I'm here... I want to win the MVP. And he, and he referenced this old saying, and I had never heard it before. It said, if you give a pig a pancake, pretty soon he's going to want some syrup. And, yeah, I heard that. and I you heard know, that. I think oh, yeah. when you think about it, Lynn, it's probably a little insight into the whole like human mind in that enough is never enough sort of thing. And maybe that's the case with some Alabama yeah. fans, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it is. But here's a, here's a PSA, public service announcement for all Alabama fans. Enjoy this time because he will be gone one day, and y'all can go back to the early 2000s. It, it can happen. Absolutely. I, and, oh, I'm so, so looking forward to the day that it does. I will do a little happy dance. <laughs> and you'll have a bunch of people joining you for sure. You will not be the only one. You're right. Because, look, I mean, it may go great, but can you imagine? I mean, Ray Perkins had to follow Bear Bryant. Can you imagine who's going to have to follow Nick Saban at Alabama? It's not going to be easy. It's going to take a really competent man to take that job because well, that is just one that don't know nobody because you got to know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. No question about it. No question. I still, You know, it's hard to believe there are people out there, Lynn, that in that'll look you in the eye in all seriousness and say that they're going to fire Nick Saban. I mean, come on. That man was serious as a heart attack. <laughs> he wasn't joking. He wasn't being sarcastic. He meant every word. If he could do it, I think he would fire him himself today. <laughs> Golly. Isn't that crazy? But that, that's a real story. That's a real story. So I took right, back and listened to Brother Ken today. It's been a rough day for me, so we're going to catch the last time out. Okay. Y'all have a good one, brother. Thanks, Lynn. Be careful on the road, man. Tuscumbia, Alabama. Know right where it is. I'm trying to think what county is that. I guess it'd be the same county as Florence. What is that? Is it Lauderdale County? I think I think that's it. I think that's Lauderdale County. It'd be just north of Franklin County, which is where Russellville is, where I grew up. I always went through Tuscumbia, you know, played like youth baseball tournaments and stuff in Tuscumbia. You, of course, drive through there from Russellville going up 43 up to Florence. And now a lot of people in North Mississippi that travel, let's say they travel the Natchez Trace up to Nashville, you know, it kind of takes you through that corner of Tuscumbia. 
a lot of people, too, will go, let's say, to, um, well, they're going to be going to Nashville a different way, but in North Mississippi, they'll go, like, up to Highway 72, which is Corinth, but 72 goes from Corinth over to Florence. And if you get on Highway 72, headed east, you'll go through Tuscumbia just before you get over to the Muscle Shoals area and all. And then you head on from there over to Decatur, and and then you can go hit I-65 and go north from there. So Tuscumbia up in northwest Alabama it gives us an idea where Lynn is. In fact, in fact, Bill, I think if we were to look this up, I think this is right. Have you ever heard of the Coon Dog Cemetery? I I have heard of that. Okay. It's a real place. As far as I know, it's a one-of-a-kind deal. Also, 25, 30 years ago, it was much more uh, of a of an attraction because, A, people still hunted with coon dogs, and, B, they were it was maybe, I don't know, a little more modern at that time. But it's still there, and it's in Tuscumbia, I believe. I believe Tuscumbia, Alabama is where the famed coon dog cemetery <laughs> exists. Y'all look that one up. All right, back over to the phones. Russell hanging on line two. Russell, thanks for being patient. What's up? What's going on, Matt? I just want to tell you, I enjoyed the show today. Thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah, I want to tell you, I enjoyed being, uh, you interviewing Rob J. And it sounds good. But Matt, I want to ask you, why does Jackson State have to, to beat Southern? In, in, in other words, to go to the playoffs. Yeah, let me see here. All right. Let me pull this up. And while we while I look up these standings, uh, let's see, Jackson State's 15th in the country right now in the FCS poll, one spot behind Missouri State. Sam Houston, by the way, is the number one team in the FCS poll. But but let me just let me look it up real quick here. So um, we're going to go NCAA football. We're going to look up standings. And then we will, once we get to the standings, I'm going to look at SWAC. That's what I'm curious because – you know, you've got um, – well, shoot, I don't have it in front of me right here. That, that's okay. what I'm curious, too, without even looking it up. Russell, they've mm-hmm. – I'm trying to think. They're, Jackson State's one loss is to who? Flo- is, in the um, – is it Florida A&M in the opener? Did they lose or win that game? They beat Florida A&M. So who's their one loss to? 7-6. Uh, uh, Monroe. Okay. Uh, Scoot uh, Right. Louisiana Monroe, twelve to seven. Um, and so you've got wins over Alabama A and M, Alabama State, Valley, and then Texas Southern last week. Right. Um, Alabama State. Yeah, they beat them Valley. too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just hang with me. I, you know, no. Mm-hmm. It's it's my show, Russell, so people can wait on us if we need them to, right? We'll just wait until I get these pulled up here. Here they are. 2021 football standings. All right, so in the conference, Jackson State is 6-0. and <laughs> You look at the East Division, they are 6-0. and uh, And Florida A&M is 5-1. and So I guess that's the deal, is there are enough games left and Jackson State only has a one-game lead over Florida A&M. So even though they've beat them, because there are, okay. I guess because there are two games left, it means there's still an outside chance that if Jackson State were to lose, like this weekend, and to Alcorn, and Florida A&M were to win, A&M could actually jump them because there's a one-game difference, 
and there's two games left. So I guess that's what it is. And see, see if so by looking at these records, if a if Florida A and M had lost last week, they wouldn't be able to catch Jackson State. They'd only be able to tie them, and Jackson State have a tiebreaker because Jackson State beat them. So that's that must be it. We we're still. One game difference with two games left. Does that make sense at all? Yeah, that makes sense. Man, I got one more question. Where your counterpart at today? That cat, he's hilarious. I love that guy. Who are you talking about? <laughs> uh, the one that be on the show with you. Uh, oh man. You, you, uh, talking man, about, what's his name? You, I listen to you every day. You talking about Bill? I. Where they invited y'all to be on the on the show on the uh, sit on the podium in Brandon, you and your what's the other guy now? I can't think. His name. Um, are you thinking about the afternoon show with Jake and Beaver? Beaver, 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 <laughs> Beaver, Beaver is uh, Beaver, he's hilarious. He is hilarious. <laughs> we've we've joked around before that Beaver needs his own show, and I think he's open to it. And the problem we had is he's doing so much else. But he's he's around here somewhere. He'll be here in a minute. Bill, is Beaver in the building yet, as far as you know? <laughs> I don't know if Beaver's here. We're going to see if we can track him down, and we'll see if we can't get him on the air for you. But he'll be on Jake's show coming up. So this is what I do know, Russell. Okay, and I enjoy y'all every day, man. I really do. Thank you very much, Russell. Appreciate you very much. Yeah, thanks for listening, and call me anytime on the Divinity phone, Divinity Equipment, Madison, and in Jackson. Yeah, Chuck... I think that's right. Chuck said on Facebook, Jackson State clinches their division with a win this weekend. Because that's what we're talking about. You've got two games left, and Jackson State has a one-game lead on uh, the Rattlers from FAMU. So, Jackson State wins this weekend. It means FAMU cannot catch them. Because even if they were to tie in conference record, Jackson State's going to have a tiebreaker because they won the head-to-head. So you're right. Jackson State can wrap up the division this weekend with a win on the road at Southern. We'll wrap things up with you next in the Bureau. I'm Matt. Stick around. Farm Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of $500,000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest, all while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent or visit us online. Go with the home team. After these messages, we'll be right back. We are about to have a fire and cook some sausage. A country-pleasing sausage is outstanding. Whether you cook it over a fire or in the house, cook some of this right here. It's green onion flavor. You see that? But this right here is my favorite, the maple flavor. And this is great for breakfast. It's awesome cooking it in the house because it makes the whole house smell good. Oh yeah. Let's eat Country Pleasing Sausage, the best, hands down. If you go to countrypleasing.com, you can actually order this and deliver it to your house. 
country pleasing sausage. Hands down, the best. Trust me. Divinity Equipment, Spring Ridge Road in Jackson, Highway 51 in Madison. Hey, y'all, let me tell you a little bit about C Spire. New stuff in 2021, including 5G coverage. If you go to their website right now, cspire.com, you're going to see their no bull, which, by the way, I love the Super Bowl ad with the slow motion bull. You're going to see that on the website. But, look, they are right. There's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill, depending on if, you know who you were with. And my experience with C Spire is just like they say, there's no bull. I know what it's going to cost me each month. I know what my coverage is. is the number one coverage in Mississippi, period, the number one network. And they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. Got it at C Spire. Went and did curbside at my local C Spire location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one, got the new one, and it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi, and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out. Okay. And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com. C Spire, customer. Inspired. After these messages, we'll be right back. Jeans do come true. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did. Visit BlueDeltaJeans.com. Find your fit. Design a jean. And before you know it, you'll be addicted. Just for my listeners, enter discount code Matt Wyatt, all lowercase, uh, BlueDeltaJeans.com. I just entered, you know, what? Find at the Zone1059.com and on your radio at ESPN 105.9 The Zone. All right, back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. Jimmy said on Twitch, and he's right, he said, I remember when Bear Bryant left and then when Gene Stallings left, the job will consume whoever they first hire. It'll take Bama two or three coaches to get it right. Already seen it. And you're right, Jimmy, it's just it's kind of the way it's – it's certainly the way it has happened there in the past. No question about that. All right, over to the phone line, Divinity Equipment phone, Bulldog Neil hanging on line one. What's up, Neil? Matt, you see the tweet I sent you earlier? All right. Um, I'm sure I did, but let me make sure. What would you send me? I, I was at the mothership. I picked up a package of the pineapple jalapeno. Yes, I did. And I mentioned it earlier in the show. And I saw where you said you were at the mothership in Florence, country uh, country meat packers, and so you did buy those packages of um, oh yes jalapeno yes, and pineapple. The deer camp this weekend. Oh, that a boy! That's gonna be that's that's gonna be part of the breakfast after we come out of the woods Saturday morning. Man, that is fantastic. Well, let me know what you think about. It. I love the jalapeno and uh, pineapple, and and in my experience, have you had it before, Neil? I have I have not. Okay, so for people listening, you're wondering what we're talking about. Country pleasing sausage comes from uh, Country Meat Packers on Highway 49 in Florence. Bulldog Neil got two packages of a flavor of sausage they have called pineapple and jalapeno or jalapeno and pineapple. And uh, Neil, I have eaten a lot of the jalapeno and cheddar uh, flavor oh, we sausage. Got four packages of that. Okay, we, we're gonna put some in the freezer so we kind of stock up on that. That's a great idea. So, you know, depending on how you cook it, this has been my experience with it. 
the jalapeno and cheddar, I don't know if the cheese sort of offsets it a little bit, but maybe it does. It's hot, but it's not as hot in terms of spicy hot, make you sweat hot. The jalapeno and pineapple that I have is a little hotter, a little spicier. Okay, and I've wondered if it's All one, right. there's nothing to offset in there, the the jalapeno, and the fact that, you know, pineapple is a fruit, it's kind of acidic, so it's just a little bit of a different deal. Now, the jalapeno... I'm, pi- look, I'm looking forward to trying it. I also got a pack of gorgeous, thick, center-cut pork chops we're going to put on the grill tonight. Oh, man, that's great. And they are thick, aren't they? <laughs> yes, they are. They're some good-looking cuts of, cuts of pork. I have in my freezer right now a package is two big thick pork chops that are stuffed with sausage. It's sausage stuffed pork chops, and they're in my freezer. Almost, almost got those. Yeah, well, I've had those before. I highly recommend them. I've had pork chops stuffed with other stuff. You know, they do those big rolls uh, in there also, Neil. If you go back and you want something different, where it's like they'll have um, like. Tenderloin, like um, pork tenderloin, wrapped around or stuffed with their mac and cheese, and then the whole thing wrapped in bacon. I saw those too. Well, I highly recommend that too. The next time you go back, but when you cook that sausage, you know if you if you cut it up, depending on if you grill it or if you cook it in a skillet or something, if you'll cut it in bigger chunks, especially the jalapeno and cheddar with the cheese in it, and cook it in bigger sections. And seal everything in there. I kind of learned that the hard way early. I would cut it up in thin pieces just because I wanted to eat a little bit. And sometimes it would cook that cheese out of it. And you don't want that. You want to cook it in there. That's my advice. I'm not that's an expert. The way, that's, but, the way we cook, that's the way we cook it at camp. We leave it in one piece. We take it out of the package, cook the whole thing. Then after it's cooked, we cut it up. That's the way to cut do it. it. Right before you, right before you, right before you eating it. Well, I'm just going to tell you, Neil. I don't think y'all are going to get a whole lot of hunting done. You're going to do a whole lot of eating, though. I'll put it that way. <laughs> well, if you, took, if you took one look at us, you could tell we don't we don't miss too many meals. Okay, um, yeah, I got you. How big old boy I, are you? I, I'm, kind of like, I'm kind of like chicken hawk in that sense. Um, <laughs> That's um, good. I ain't, met a biscuit, I ain't met a biscuit in my life that I didn't like. There you um, go. I got you. But... but uh, Anyway, I, yeah, I've been running. I didn't hear the early part of the show, and I'm out driving now in my job. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna see if you got my text, my tweet. But uh, yeah, I did get it. I appreciate yeah, I it very much. We bought a we bought a bunch of spices. We stocked up, man. We love it when we stop by there. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you did. And uh, so after you eat some of it, call me back. Let me know what you thought about it. Give me a report. Appreciate it, Neil. Thank you. Hey, Bill. Hey, Matt. <laughs> How would you like to jump over into the Wayback Machine for a short little time here before? Yeah, as long as it's not too deep. Not too deep in the Wayback Machine? All right. <laughs> well, here on National Louisiana Day, let's do this. I saw this note. Okay, and while we play some of it, I'm going to look him up here. Um, on this day, back in 1973... On a show called In Concert mm-hmm. on ABC. ABC's In Concert. Cat Stevens made his national television debut. So we're going to play one of his good ones. Peace Train. Now I 
been happy lately Thinking about the good things to come And I believe it could be Something good has begun Oh, I've been smiling lately What a great song. Yes. Now, as we get closer to the chorus of the song here, do you have the does it do you have the continuance of the song at all? Yes, sir. Here it is. Okay, so as we lead it to the chorus, obviously Cat Stevens, huge controversial figure later in his life, but when this song came out, it was a great song. Okay, so that's Cat Stevens, made his national television debut. Later, um, you know, supported, uh, I don't know if it's the Taliban or, or an organization yeah. like it, a huge controversy, very un-American, and, and left, right? And yeah. basically, kind of left the country, yeah. Yeah, but the music, okay, you can't dispute oh, the fact no. that the music is incredible. I mean, it really is. Morning kind of, is Broken. Great song by him. Right. Great song by him. Okay, but Bill, you were telling me yeah. on this same show. Also on that same show, yeah, the same show in concert, uh, this lady, when I saw her picture on Facebook when it was talking about it, I said, oh, I always have to look at her. Linda Ronstadt. Oh, yeah. Linda Ronstadt. The same show. What a show. Yeah, and that's not all. <laughs> right, we'll get to that. Let's see. Linda Ronstadt, uh, born in 1946. She's 75 years old now. Yep. She was born out in Tucson, Arizona. So you, so you had Cat Stevens on this show. You had Linda yep. Ronstadt. And then you had one more artist that popped up. And this fits perfectly with National Louisiana Day because this guy was requested by Louvier earlier today on the show. Now, Louvier, I don't know where you are, but you better be listening <laughs> on National Louisiana Day. Dr. John. Because Dr. John is in the Wayback Machine on this day, 1973. I've been in the right place, but it must have been the wrong time. I'd have said the right thing, but it must have used the wrong line. I've been on the right trail. Yeah, we used to have a... Crawfish Festival here every year that one of the radio stations I worked for put on. We had him here one year for that. Yeah. Oh, my God. So he came here for that. That's cool. Yeah, he came here for the Crawfish Festival, which, you know, tied in perfectly. <laughs> he was the headliner, Dr. John. We had it used to have it down at the, uh, the Ag Museum down there on Lakeland Drive. Yeah, that's great. Sing it, Bill. Now, unfortunately, we lost him back in 2019 at 77 years old. So he's now the late, the great Dr. John. And the Linda Ronstadt story with her, you know, uh, her first big hit record was called Different Drum. Okay. And it was written by Michael Nesmith of the Monkees. Oh, really? He wrote that song, uh, wow. Different Drum. If I could find it here a second, you'd probably remember it if I played it. Yeah, it's one of those probably have to hear it to, hey, Louvier was listening. He, he texts me on the text line. He says, I'm here, brother, <laughs> in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't the wrong time. No, that's right. Yeah, today, National Louisiana Day. Um, 
And while he's looking that up, we gave you some uh, some Louisiana music earlier in the show. The now again, it's Louisiana, but this is Louisiana Saturday night. Well, you get down the fiddle and you get down the bow, kick off your shoes and you throw them on the floor, dance in the kitchen till the morning light. Louisiana Saturday night. So we went down that route. Uh, we went way down, you know, into the. The soul, basically, of Louisiana with a little Zydeco, which we all love. Yep. And, and by the way, Louvier texted us back, and he said nobody really knows how old Dr. John was. That's true. Which well, is, I found the, uh, the, 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 the group that she was with. It was, it was Linda Ronstadt and the Stone Ponies. They did a song called Different Drum. You know, the Eagles were also her backing band at one time before <laughs> they got big, big popular. So. But really? this is the song that she did that Michael Nesmith wrote this. Oh, yeah, I know this song. Great song, Bill. Yep. Well, she's just a great singer. And she's pretty, too. Everybody likes looking at her while she's singing. We kind of like to look at her, too. She's had a few health problems over the years. I think she's in a wheelchair now. Is she? Well, you know, quite honestly. MS, maybe. MS she might have. I had no idea that she was the singer on this song. I don't. Yep. And those, a lot of those first songs she did, the Eagles were her backup band. They played uh-huh. behind her. So. The uh, Linda Ronstadt. Yes, sir. Michael Nesbitt wrote it. She sang it. Made him tons of money. Well, see, y'all learn something every now and then from the Wayback Machine. <laughs> I know I did. Yep. I know I learned. It's all been old disc jockey days, you know. Um, RT said she had Parkinson's, is what she, oh, she has. Yeah, I knew point. it was something like that that was causing her to have problems. Yeah. Uh, and, and talking about country pleasing, Dog Tired in Florence says, My brother gave Henry Cooper's son pitching lessons a week ago this spring. Be on the lookout for him. My brother says he's going to be nasty. They're a baseball family, I know that much, and a sausage family. I'm going to go eat some of that country pleasing for supper. All right, y'all have a great night. See you tomorrow, same time, same place. For Bill, I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! The home team, see you then.